devour. Out. We devour. And I just keep the we devour. I just keep hearing it. And I'm just like, so he actually did win. He is fucking right. And the fact that I'm wrong kills me. Yeah. But but it is polarizing. So even though it is like trending and super popular, like half it's, of the camp is because they fucking hate it. The other half is because they legitimately are like, yeah, this is a good song. This is a bank. No. No. It's, it's like the Island Boys. Like, as much as we oh hate them, God. they're becoming more popular by the fucking day. They were on a, uh, I forgot what podcast that was, uh, the dude from California, who the white dude who has all the tattoos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would, Yeah, they were guests. Yeah. I'm waiting for SNL to do their skit. Like, I'm, it, Yo, the, the Halloween outfits of those island boys are fucking funny as fuck because, yo, I didn't, I knew about them, but I was like not paying attention to them. But when they came out for the Halloween shit and... Uh, I think I was with Tyler, and he says, "Yo, but they're from Florida." Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah." He says, "Florida's not an island." I'm like, "Maybe they're talking about the future, yo." No, no, no. You know, so you know why they why they're called the Island Boys, right? No, they did a freestyle, hey, Island Boy, doing an impression of a someone from the islands, and then it just stuck. But they're not from the islands. They even said, "We're not from the islands. We're from West Palm. Our family's Cuban." Cultural appropriation made them famous. Wait, wait. So somebody told them to no. They just like they just like fucking reggae songs and shit. And then they went and did that, and it it, it stuck. And now everyone's calling them Island Boys, even though they're not. And they're riding that horse. They're like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. Let's fucking let's wait, just go wait, along. So with that. I mean, to be fair, they've said it. Did multiple they do the times, hair too? Saying, hey, we're not Island Boys, and people are still going with it. They tried. Did their yeah. hair like? Did they do the hair too? That was the hair stuff, and the it was, was already way there. before. Oh, it was way before. They were all so they, they already were, liked that. They were the most ins, like insulted people on TikTok. People would literally just go on their videos to just make fun of them. Mm-hmm. Then they did that video, and it just stuck. And people, I don't know why, for some reason, became obsessed with calling them island boys and playing that because I'm an island boy. Where was I? I was here. I was fucking walking by, and I heard a little girl with standing next to her mom going, I'm a nine boy. Like, she was literally singing it to if herself. that was my child, I'd be like, hey, I would stop whatever I'm doing. Hey, you don't fucking sing that shit around me, all right? Don't sing that shit around anybody. You don't even hum it. If it's in your head right now, I'm going to slap you. I'm going to give you one of and, those. And now, <laughs> when people refer, to, people refer to them as the island boys, even though that's not even their name, they actually have a rap career. That's garbage as fuck, and they don't go by Island Boys. No, at they're, they're going to rebrand. They're going to rebrand. They need to be stopped. <laughs> they're going to watch. Just watch. They need. But you know, here's the thing: you can't. It's like you cannot stop them because every time you, you attempt, yeah, you're making them more famous. You're making them more famous. That's you why can't they stop say them. there's no such thing as bad press. There has to be. Cancel culture needs to stop them. That's that's actually the wild thing. It's like. When you need cancel culture, it does not around. Yeah, it's not around. Like it'd be canceling the big stuff, but this small things right here that just it's Before like it gets big. It's like a nip gnat. in the butt. It's like a fucking gnat that's just you know, that's just bothering you. It's like, can you can you get to this thing right here? Like, no, no, we're over here trying to solve racism. Yeah, I understand. That makes perfect sense. But this problem <laughs> right here, <laughs> this shit needs to be nipped in the butt, and I need you to help me on this. I'm like, no, nah, we can't. Okay, understood. We got we got to focus. Yo, that's on... actually a good fucking point, man. <laughs> like when I see people like, oh man, we got to kill all these iguanas in Florida because they're like destroying the ecosystem. It's like, but you know we have like fucking mosquitoes though all over the place. Like, right? 
they're they're worse. They're worse. <laughs> like they're, they're worse fucking... than those fucking iguanas. Nah, nah, but we gotta kill the iguanas. Find help me find a way to kill these mosquitoes, yeah, please. Please. Like I just don't want them around me right now. Please, can you can you help didn't me? They, no, no. Didn't they like a couple years back release mosquitoes? They're supposed to kill mosquitoes. Yeah, they uh they 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 brought in mosquitoes that were supposed to get rid was that a was that there was there was a thing that was going on in like uh uh, that it was like if you were to have a baby, your baby would come the Zika with a, virus. The Zika virus. It was those mosquitoes. Like those mosquitoes attack, or it was to kill those mosquitoes that were spreading the Zika virus. Yeah. When they mate, they they kill. But it, it was off. like, but it was like, yeah, they're gonna kill those, but they still bite us though. Yeah, they still bite us. It's like <laughs> what, what? What exactly are you fixing? What are you you're doing? You're fixing. adding more I mosquitoes. I think it was. I think it was a way for them to come up with a fake excuse, like, oh yeah, we're on it. We're yeah, gonna release like, other mosquitoes that are gonna kill them. Because before that, they had the whole thing about like, oh, okay, well, we're just gonna have planes just fly over. Um, Spreading crop dust. that crop yeah. dust. What's that area that's in down? Winwood. Winwood. So, yeah, we're just gonna have like, uh, what you call it? Planes just crop dust over that shit. And I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, won't, won't you just do something else? Like, you know, the puddles. When we just get rid of all the fucking puddles and shit. Like, yeah, we try to do that. It's uh, it's it's too demanding. It's too much money. But this is just the same amount of money. Or just put bugs out. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, bro, that shit. It was like infuriating, man. Not to mention when you're tampering with nature like that, the first thing I think of is just the mimic. Like sitting here making mosquitoes that's supposed to kill these mosquitoes, but then you know what? You know what? Fuck Hollywood for making all these like alien uh, hybrid uh, movies about like creatures mating with other creatures, and then they make the then they make the alien like or the monster look like fucking hot, and then for some reason it got to sleep with somebody, bro. I don't know if y'all noticed that species species. I right? knew that's familiar where you're going with that, but. Where did that she was hot as fuck, bro? That's why when you said uh, mimic, I was thinking I was I was thinking like, man, it's like species. And there was another movie that came out that had uh, I want to say, what's that dude Keanu Reeves in it? Maybe not Keanu Reeves. What's the Andrew Brody, Adrian Brody? No. Oh, you're talking about uh, Splice. 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 Yeah, yeah. That movie, and I was like, "Mm." I'm like, all right, you know, she doesn't look she doesn't look attractive. Say, but would I? Would I? <laughs> would I? <laughs> but if you were in the faculty, that scene where Famke Jensen is one of the, she That's was the teacher, nerdy right? teacher, becomes the hot teacher, wants to sleep with the kid. There's a scene in that movie, right? <laughs> when uh, he's in the car trying to run away from her, and she jumps through the fucking window, right? And we've been recording this whole time, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And she jumps in the fucking car, right? And then all you just see is her, like, she has her hair over her eyes, and she just does a little flip. I was never a fan of the flip. Like, oh, when I see women doing the movie, I'm like, ah, it's supposed to be a turn on, but it's not. I'm like, ah, it's all right. But when she did it, and she just, like, she got real close to him, and she said something. I don't know what she said, but to me, it was just, like, sex. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I would have stopped the car. I'm like, all right. It was like, under one condition, before you like uh, consume me or whatever, can we have a good time at least? Like, go out, you know, have a little, go out, see a movie, have a good time. Let's let's go. <laughs> just, just to say. My last request. Name. My last request before you take over the world. I don't know how many worlds we've taken over. The Faculty was a, a hot movie. 
for what it was. That and disturbing behavior. Disturbing behavior. Not enough people talk about disturbing behavior. That was also good. That was the movie with uh, when the teachers were like taking over the the kids' minds, right? No, they were brainwashing the kids so that they were like upright citizens and so, like they were supposed to be good kids and all of that. But what what the side effect was that they all had. Um, uh, anger management issues and like if they got mad it was like rage like rage would come out if they got upset and it's like like Yo. it would it would up the rage and it would also up the sexual tension like imp- too impulse control it fucked up your impulse control hardcore so, so like the point of the movie was like you know when you're in high school those are your rebellious years that's yeah. when you're your angriest and mm-hmm. your horniest so that's basically what the two side effects were it's like now nah, these kids are gonna be rapey and angry as fuck <laughs> We solved it. And if you solved. bro, and if you really think about it, there should be a study on that movie because it's like, hey, what, what's, what's we need called? to calm these the kids the fuck down. Like, the, you're right, man. Not a lot of people do talk about that. And Cyclops was in that. Yeah, I'm really terrible with a lot of actors' names. I'm I'm the worst movie fan ever. Love movies, talk about them all day. Very uh, few his actors, name is directors. James. Um, Masterson, is it? No, that's a different Marsden. One. James Marsden. And then you find out that uh, one of the emo kids in the beginning of the movie actually survives, and he ends up becoming a substitute that was the first, teacher. That was the first. Uh, that was the first kid who got uh, yeah. brainwashed. He was. He was the first. No, no, he was. He was midway through. He's the one that knew about the conspiracy the entire time. Was that's what it was. Yeah. It. He was. He was that guy. And they yeah. finally got to him. And then when everybody else got wiped out, yeah, he was the one person who remained. And then you see him in like, which is crazy that he became a teacher. Like, but not just a regular teacher. He was a teacher at an urban school. Like, I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about like urban, like, uh, I'm talking about urban, like, uh, what's that movie that had? But I'm saying, uh, like, he went to college and got a degree really quick to then become a teacher. (laughs) Yeah, he did. That was 90s logic. 90s logic. You gotta. (laughs) It it, it was like, it felt like one week later, oh, now he's a teacher. I swear to God, he went to the same school that, uh, what's, what's Catwoman's name? Which Catwoman? The, the, I'm talking about the hot cat. No, actually, they're all hot. <laughs> I'm talking say, about Tim Burton's Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer? Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer went to when she was in... Uh, <sighs> Par- when she was, was living in a Gangster's Paradise. Dangerous Minds? Dangerous Minds. When she was doing dangerous that. Dangerous Minds. That one right there. When she was in the... <laughs> It was that kind of school. Yeah. No, that was a, but that's like every other uh, 90s, um, one of those troubled teens... They always had to do it in, in those. But yo, it yeah. was like the same exact school, like the school that he went to at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yo, if somebody was to tell me, like, yeah, that is, it's a connected universe. <laughs> it's a connected like, universe. It's... Like that's the same fucking school that she went to. I would not be so fucking surprised because it was like the same kind of energy. Yo, I've never been to school that it was that kind of energy. Like people are constantly throwing fucking papers no. while the teacher was there. Never, no. never. But I mean, apparently in Hollywood, this is how they think that uh. Yeah. Uh, kids in urban uh, environments act like we're just throwing fucking papers all around. Like every day is a fucking substitute teacher day. No, okay, boomers. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that kind of shit. Oh my god! But disturbing behavior is. I remember this movie as a good movie. Oh, you can and, actually watch it on Hulu too. And the whole the whole twist too that the uh, janitor is actually a genius. Yeah, and he's developing stuff to mess with the frequency. He had the had. last line in the movie with the "Hey teacher, leave, leave those, those kids, kids alone." alone. <laughs> it was it was nineties camp nineties cheese, but you just it. He was so dedicated to his job. That he came up with an ingenious way to get rid of the rats by 
throwing in some science into the mix and saying, I'm going to create a high-frequency pitch that's going to... Okay, I need to know if this movie came out before or after... Uh, what's, that, what's that movie um, with um, Robin Williams that uh, got Ben Affleck and Matt Damon an Oscar? Oh, Good Will Hunting? Good Will Hunting. I need to know, because this came out in 1998. I need to know if Good Will Hunting came out. I think Good Will Hunting was before that. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. So maybe that's why I they gave the janitor well. the the brains. Oh, do you think that's where they got the influence from? Goodwill Hunting came out in 1997. Yeah. This movie came out in 1998. So they were like, that's close. "We need somebody. Let's make that's the janitor a- like some type of brainiac, well, like he knows how to do yeah, this stuff." Because the production, though, I don't think that's enough time to really see it. It's like, all right, it's successful. Let's copy this. Maybe, maybe not. There's not a lot of movies that have something to do with high school that. Like they really involve the janitor that much. I know uh, what's that? What's that? And they had to make movie? him German for whatever reason. That was also the crazy thing. Like when he dropped like the like the Brooklyn oh, wait, accent. So what if he, he was, was like, like an old Nazi scientist? Yeah, that's exactly that's what, what I was thinking, thinking man. Yeah. He made that for the Jews. Oh no, you had to take it there. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, Nazi was a fine, but he did something to to hurt the Jews. No, that's the line. That's that's the that's the border right You're, there. No, you guys cancel. You guys. Are <laughs> He was oh a Nazi scientist. He, he, had, a Nazi. he worked for Hydra. <laughs> you know, and then he became the president of the United States. He was the president. He was the president. <laughs> he was. He was the president in he Iron was. Man Three. He was. <laughs> oh, he, holy shit! He was the cowardly president. No, he wasn't. Cowardly. So from janitor to president, this guy. No, yeah, because he actually he stood up. I mean, he was dumb for trying to stand up. I mean, in the same, we don't negotiate. He tried to pull an Air Force One. You're no, Yo, Har- you're no Harrison Ford. They make it seem like presidents or United States are just dying to say that line to everybody. Because in all fucking movies, they say that shit. We, we don't, don't negotiate, negotiate with, with, with terrorists. terrorists. It's like, oh, no, no. We, we don't let negotiate. Let me say it. <laughs> we it's just like, work with them behind the scenes. Yeah, we just work with them behind the scenes. Because it's like, nah, man. They negotiate with terrorists. In, in certain ways, maybe not in a way of like if it's like publicized, but behind. Actually, I don't even fucking know, but I think they do. <laughs> I really do think they do. And with that, I think they do. Let's start this episode real let quick. A, let me do a fresh thing. And hello, everybody, everybody. Hello, and welcome to We Synced It. Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses in on movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev, and we are joined once again today by Anthony from Ready Comics Roll. Welcome, Anthony. Good to be back. Ooh. Feels like it's been ages. Yeah, man. That is it's good to see everybody back. Uh, I know we've been gone for like a week or two, but I hope everybody... Man, that shit was short. Well, Did you hit the button again? Maybe. Yeah, you probably hit. Oh, no, you're right. Well, that shit's just short. I don't know. <laughs> the crowd is not, they're not really, <laughs> you know, they're coming close to to what's called Thanksgiving. You know, people are just like. They're uh, phoning it in. Yeah, they're just phoning it in right now because people are on break or whatever. But, yeah, I hope everybody's doing today. I, I hope everybody's doing today. You hope everybody is doing it today. We we are doing it today. Uh, <laughs> How is doing everybody it? doing? Hmm? I hope they're doing it 
Whatever <laughs> it may be, I hope you're it that you want it to be. I hope y'all are doing it. Yeah. Positive the message. The best it that it can be. Yeah. I hope it the, the best it that it could possibly be. But uh, how is everybody enjoying today? Hmm? So far, so good. We're loving the weather right now. Yes. It's been uh past couple days have been a little bit depressing of the rain, but now the sun is out. We got a cold front coming through, which for those who are not Floridian, a cold front in Florida is that that's a miracle. That's yeah. a, that's a beautiful thing. This was unexpected for me, <clears throat> but uh I am really enjoying this weather. But you are our our guest. <laughs> how about you? What do you think about this weather? I've said it once, said it again. I wish I could just bottle it, and mm-hmm. this would be Florida weather at all times. I'd probably hate the state a lot less that way. Yeah. I mean, not, not actually. This is the kind of weather that, like, iguanas fall from trees, right? <laughs> they they do that because of the weather? They do. Yeah. They do. I don't know So, that. actually, that frequently happens in Lake Worth. Like, no joke. Like, half the time they get power outages over there, I've been told it's because an iguana falls onto a line. Or people just get whacked by random iguanas just falling out of trees because it gets too cold. Yeah. I didn't think, I mean, it was like 74, 72 It, it, it started being like really an actual news topic, I would say in 2018 or 2017, 2018, that they were saying like, oh, because there was this time that we had like a cold snap that we were, jump, we were dropping into like the fucking 40s. And they were saying like, oh, uh, there's it. just like... Iguanas are falling from trees, so you have to watch out for iguanas. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, bro, I never watch out for iguanas just walking and then or all just of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, they're just dropping from trees because uh, I guess they're they're just getting real cold and they just fall from trees and shit like that. And I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. And then where it start, the conversation uh, stirred towards what to do with iguanas. Like, you can throw them in trashes. Some people are saying, like, oh, you can actually, they're actually a, a delicacy where they come from. And I'm like, where the fuck you come from, y'all? Because I don't know anybody who's just like, oh, have you ever tried iguana? That's the two craziest things I heard of. So one thing I didn't even realize until more recently that iguanas are an invasive species. I always thought they were native. Being they're not? A, they seem no. native. No. Hello, hello. There we go. <laughs> yeah, no, they were brought here. Really? Yeah. See, born and raised Flirty and I, we just thought they were here. I thought this is like one of the many places Wait they go. Wait a fucking minute, bro. <laughs> well, how long ago? This must have been way before I was born. No, no, this was like hundreds of years ago that they were brought here. Jesus and, Christ. Uh, yeah, they actually eat a lot of, uh, they, they mess up the ecosystem apparently here. Um, they eat a lot of the native animals that are native to Florida. I've seen a raccoon fuck up uh, an iguana before. A raccoon. Yeah. Damn, Raccoons dude. fuck up iguanas, man. You can't get much Florida than that. Yeah. Other than like a gator where to come there's, up. There's there's <laughs> videos of like raccoons like attacking the iguana. There was one that I saw like the iguana was trying to jump into the pool and the raccoon was on his back just like <laughs> like tearing it up. And I was like, I'm I'm watching the video. I'm like, damn, like, oh, is he gonna make it to the water? He got so fucking close and the raccoon was just like get up. Threw his ass right into the bush. And you know, one of the comments were like, damn, so close. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so far, man. <laughs> I fucking eat that. Yo, raccoons be fucking up iguanas, man. Because you know what? They're, they're like they're like little bears, man. They got like, do they have opposable thumbs? They walk around like they do because they walk on two, they walk on two legs. They can walk on two legs and they can grab shit. So you can see, you can imagine how a raccoon could just like ride an iguana like a fucking, like a horse and just bite down on his fucking neck. And that's what the raccoon was doing. And the iguana just gave up. It was like, fuck it, man. You got this. 
But what's even crazier than that is that people could sit there and be like, that looks good. I'd eat it. You would? I would. I'll try it going on once. I tried alligator. Yeah, I tried alligator. I, I tried alligator before, but that's because they didn't tell me it was alligator. Somebody brought it in for like a work So function. you wouldn't eat alligator if it was... Probably not. What animal would you not? Well, what eat? did you think of the alligator? It was okay. Like it was. It was okay? I, I could take it or leave it. It wasn't sitting there like, oh my god. Where's your, where's your threshold? Uh, we're talking cow, domestic animal. Hell no, never domestic animal. Never. I would not eat. Well, no, no. Dog Any animal cat. could be domesticated though. Fair, fair. Cow. Your typical domesticated hamster. animal. No, not never. No, no. Okay, let's go up a little bit. Cat. <laughs> You're really gonna work. Cat. No, dog. No. Let's re- let's let's uh, reach out to this cancel culture. So what? <laughs> goat. No. You never had lamb. Wait, no. Yeah, lamb is it's delicious. True, that's true. That's true. No, that's right. That's so right. goat is your threshold. I guess a goat's threshold. Goat's threshold. I've never had dog or cat or uh, hamster before, but if I go to another country, no, nah, you know I don't want to even open up myself to that because no. it's like, dude, would you, would do you bugs? try a human? Would you try? <laughs> I've had escargot. Bugs. Well, oh, besides escargot, you've had that snails. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. It tasted like mushrooms. Until you realize it's the immortal snail, and then you're done for. I I, I like the gator, man. It tasted like like a chewy chicken. Um, we had uh, what was it? Bison. Yeah, bison uh, tacos. Bison well, bison's tacos. Bison is what understands where it's at. Like if you're going to be doing anything as far as red meat's concerned, mm. like a lot of people swear by that. As far as if you're trying to be healthy. Now, what but, about seafood? No, I love seafood. Love so, seafood. so you love shrimp? Yeah. Knowing that they're bottom feeders and they just yeah. eat other animal shit. Yeah. <laughs> that don't mean anything. That don't mean anything to me. <laughs> I will still fuck up a shrimp. Snow crab. It wasn't so goddamn expensive. I don't think I've ever had a snow crab. Snow before. crab. Oh. And king crab. I don't do I, no lobster though. No lobster, no crawfish. Which I know people are like that's weird. I'm like you don't like uh, you don't like. Lobster at all? It's just a big ass shrimp. No, it, t- it tastes different to me, and the consistency is just a little off. I don't know. It's the same thing. It's, not. it's like under one shell. It's not. You would think it is, but it's not. Damn. Or at least personally, I can't speak for everybody. All right. So, uh, Anthony, what new movies have you seen uh, recently? And uh... haven't seen a lot of new movies, which makes me probably the worst person for you to have on this podcast. True, fair <laughs> enough. But you are a fan of horror movies. You'd be, oh, you'd be surprised on how many times that happens on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did I did see Let There Be Carnage because uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Die Hard, Eddie Brock, Venom. Fan. Okay. We we I haven't seen that movie. Have I you? I haven't seen it, no. Oh, I, don't, I can't spoil anything. No, no. There's, spoil the shit out of it. We spoil everything on this podcast. Bro, we, oh. we found out about oh. the credits. We found out about the end credits. Before we even saw, before the movie even released, yeah, that's I why think, I don't want to see it. I think I think a lot of people called that though. Like I know that's one of the things that even going into it, when they're like, "Oh yeah, there's gonna be an after credit scene," but like, oh, the after credit scene is obviously gonna be that you know Venom's gonna get put into the MCU, mm-hmm. and pretty much that's kind of what they did. Like with Let There Be Carnage was mm-hmm. not a bad film, okay. at least not from Sony standards. the only, The only issue that I had with it um, is I felt like, although. The relationship between Eddie Brock and the Venom symbiote has always been an important thing, especially in the comics. Mm -hmm. I felt like they played too much into that. They wasted too much time in an already rushed film because the whole thing is like only an hour and a half long and it's just bam, bam, bam. Like the pacing is wild. There's no stopping that film. Okay. But they just focused way too much on like this. 
it, it strained um, relationship between the two of them. From uh, what I saw on TikTok and the article that I read, they said that it plays out like a buddy comedy, like a buddy cop movie, where like uh, there's always a moment where you know the buddies are like they're, they're working together. Yeah, they're working together. They argue with each other. They're constantly arguing. Then they break up. Then once they break up, they find out that they need each other in order to survive. When yes. in actually, when you talk about Venom, like you know, it's like they do. They really do. Well, actually, I think Venom needs. Uh, Eddie Brock more than he needs. Uh, yeah, so in the movies, Venom, the Venom symbiote needs a host to even survive. Yeah, so you always see him body hopping, and there's also the um, there's the club and there's that also he goes a, to. A come out scene. For yes, Venom. yes, yes, there was. Which again isn't so he much a problem out. because in the MCU Wait, he came out. Yeah, he 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 technically came out. The, uh, the line was cheesy as hell. Yeah. Wait, this, Eddie Brock came out? Or no, Venom no, 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 Venom, no, no, Venom, came Venom. Out. Venom. He came out, but it was like... Because there's literally a line where he's like, this is my coming out of Eddie's closet party. Yeah. But it, it seems like he came out... Like, to the crowd, it came... I saw this clip. He came out as... Uh, to the crowd, it made it seem like he came out as a, a gay guy. But in actuality, he just coming out saying that he he needs Eddie. No, no, no. That, that he doesn't need Eddie. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm a strong, independent yeah. symbiote that don't so need no man. I was like... I'm like, oh, okay, that's funny. And in the end, he needs Eddie. Yeah. But it, it, now, Woody Harrelson's performance is actually pretty good as Cletus. And the way that, the way they took it, especially with his relationship with Shriek, was great. It was just a shame that, you know, because it's it's this movie that... It ended, they kill people? Oh, well, no, no, not that. I mean, you had to. It's it's carnage. He needed, If anything, there should have been more depth, and they should have kept to the rated R. But they were able to still pull off some pretty crazy stuff within PG-13, so it wasn't awful. It wasn't bad. But the fact that they just kill off Carnage and Cletus already by the end of the film. Like, you just got him. You just got Carnage. You just got Cletus Cassidy. And then already dead. I can I can understand why they did it, but still kind of just like, oh, Like, we just got him. We just got him. But yeah, so the, we were talking about the after credit scene. So the after credit scene is because of the fact that there's now a manhunt, because of all the destruction and death that both Carnage and Venom have basically wrought throughout the city mm-hmm. with them, their fighting and everything else going on. And now that the police actually know Eddie Brock is Venom, there's a manhunt for him and a lot of good stuff. So they're in this like dingy like hotel in the middle of nowhere. They're watching Mexico. A, uh, I saw the video. <laughs> I saw I saw the so clip. So I don't think it's, it was I don't think it was Mexico, but they were watching a Telenova. Oh, okay. So, so maybe maybe that's my uh, bias thinking that <laughs> okay he's in Mexico. So every Spanish speaking country watches Telenova. Yeah. So I'm gonna be like, oh, he's in Mexico because on top, you know, because uh, after watching. Uh, Traffic, the movie, everything that have, that takes place in Mexico, it has to be this orange tint. Uh, it has to show some type of desert or some type of floral. He was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, I believe. I don't. And he was in. Uh, <laughs> so it had to be Mexico. So it was Mexico. <laughs> have you ever seen Traffic? Have anybody? He could have been in Costa Rica. <laughs> he could have been in Ecuador. He could have been in Colombia. No, could've so been. it was. It, it, I think it was some dingy uh, apartment, not apartment, but a hotel in New York. You know York. the hotel, but it makes sense like? that it was Mexico because he lives in California. So true. But you know what the hotel looked like. Have you ever seen Nerds? Yeah. Remember the hotel that? Wait, they Revenge of the Nerds. That's Revenge what I was gonna say. Okay. Yeah. That that hotel. Yeah. It looked like it was like that kind of Because you had the fluorescent lights and everything. So they, they're both watching this Lenovo, and there's this whole thing where the woman reveals that she's pregnant, and the guy's just like, oh, you know, it's how it's always way over dramatic. And then they kind of have a conversation about it. And he's like, uh, Venom's like, oh, well, you know, he should just be more accepting of the guy's feelings. And then Eddie's like, well, 
you know, she shouldn't have been keeping secrets. So they kind of have a little bit of a spat. And then he's like, you don't have any secrets, do you? And Venom's just like, Man, I'm like billions of years old. And I have a hive mind. I have plenty of secrets. You want to see some? And so Eddie's like, all right, cool. Let's do this. And as they're going to do it, everything around them kind of shifts and changes. And he's like, are you doing this? And Venom's like, no, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So literally his entire reality shifts. And now he's in like this really nice hotel. And the first thing they see on the television, of course, is J. Jonah Jameson talking about Spider-Man being a menace. Of course he is. And he's talking about the murder. So Venom sees that. And Venom throughout this film also has this huge hard on. I have a question. I have a qualm about that whole situation. So if this part of the multiverse, meaning that, okay, so Eddie Brock, who was in the multiverse, the the, the original universe with Spider-Man, never got Venom, never, never happened. But now he has Venom because from the Sony universe of Marvel, got transferred to the Mar- the Disney universe of Marvel. So that means, in turn, like, we're, we're over here sitting down right here. If that universe was to spill out into ours, multiverse, there's a possibility that you have a chance to become the person in another universe without even knowing it. But you'll still have the conscience from your previous universe. Well, the question is, what happens to the Eddie Brock from the Disney, from the Tom Holland yeah. universe? Well, if they do it anything like the comics, he's still there. So they get switched over. They or don't get switched they over. They just but join they, together. But they can now. interact with each yeah. other. Like Spider Man interacts with the other Spider Men. Yeah. Like in the so then Spider-verse. that hotel that he's in then mm-hmm. was the original Eddie Brock in that hotel? No, it was actually so after seeing so that, the hotel just changed. Yeah, so it's like everything kind of changed. So you don't even know if it's that's why I said I think it's in New York because then he's just it, when it shifts. He's in a location. He but can't be in New York because I told you it was an orange tent. You can't be uh, well, no, the, north and they have an orange tent on the screen. It, it's impossible. They, there's no sun in the, the north. Well, you got to remember. I'm, in the, just, I'm the, just telling the, you this is how he's saying work, is, he goes, California cinematographers like the orange tent yeah. and the New York cinematographers they don't. like that. Blue. They don't. Have you ever seen Twilight? Me neither. But I know for <laughs> a fact from what I watch, everything is blue. Yeah. Because it's up north. It's in the northeast. Yeah. That new, so everything is like from the New Texas. England. Yeah, everything <laughs> oh, from God. Texas on down is orange. Everything is orange tint. Yeah, it has to be warm. How would you know that you're in Texas? You need to make everything warm. Boom. And it had an orange tint. And he was wearing a floral shirt. <laughs> a floral Wait, shirt. Wait, did he have the floral shirt after everything changed? So the, his the attire didn't change. The surrounding changed, though. So the surroundings seemed a lot more tropical. Than what it was where he was before. Because where he was before, that's why I thought New York, because he had the neon lights, because that's where the light, lighting came from, with the neon lights pouring in through the window, because of course he, he had to have the crappy hotel room that was right next to the big sign. But then everything shifted to a more tropical kind of locale. I could have sworn you could see like even the beach from outside the window, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it did change that you see the beach. So he but, couldn't be in New York. He couldn't be. Yeah, because the view got better. Yeah, it got a lot better, though. It was a lot nicer. Because then the funny thing is the guy actually was, I guess, renting out that room, came out, and he's like, what are you doing here? And Eddie Brock's kind of just like, I don't even know. I don't have an explanation. Because he didn't even know why I was there. But what's crazy is, yeah, so that's kind of confirmation. But at now, because of Morbius, it's not quite a confirmation, especially because all the nonsense they're talking about with the future of Tom Holland's Spider-Man and how that's somehow now back up in the air again, even though I thought they resolved that months ago. It, but even that, that controversy is just because Tom Holland uh, just said something saying that 
what this might be the end of it his was probably uh, Spider-Man out of context too. Yeah, yeah. it was because he didn't he, say that specifically. But he signed the deal of just three movies. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's what he was talking about. He was saying like, yeah, this uh, this Spider-Man might be uh, like the end of a trilogy or something. He he went he alluded to that point. That's but, what people got from it. And with but that's that, just the end of that trilogy. Yeah. That means he's not going to continue in other things. But that's what made it. That's what kind of muddied the water so much because okay, now. Originally, everybody thought, all right, this is definite confirmation that Venom's in the MCU. But now you got this Morbius trailer, which is also supposed to take place in the same universe as Venom because uh-huh. he even has the re- reference where he's just like, who are you? And Morbius is like, I'm Venom. Ah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm Michael Morbius. Yeah, that's... So... Bro, that felt like... You saw the trailer? You saw mm, the... Not the new one, no. Not the new yeah. one? Yeah. He said it, but it felt like it was thrown in. But like who, it was who like says, a, I'm Venom? Morbius. Morbius. So when he sh- kind of shifts into a somewhat vampire form, Jared Lado, like Lado, who said that shit. But you're saying that because of that reference, this is going to be in the MCU as well, or no? So that's what made it less. Confirmed. They made it. They made it more like they, they muddied the water because that entire trailer was that entire trailer. Because was I so understood confusing. Morbius is in the Venom universe. universe. But that's what makes it really confusing. They also added uh, what you call it, uh, Michael Keaton Michael as Vulture is also in the trailer. But then but Michael Keaton doesn't play Vulture in Morbius. Michael Keaton's playing a completely different character. He's playing a different character. Did they yeah. say that for sure? Yeah, Michael Keaton already confirmed that he's oh. not the Vulture. He's playing some dude that works in the hospital. Because a lot of people are still yeah. saying that, and that's again why this makes and then, so confusing. Yeah, that makes them because then all, at the same time, again, he makes the reference to the whole Venom thing. He's yeah. like, "I'm Venom," and he's like, "I'm just kidding. I'm no, I'm Morbius." And then also you have Oscorp. He's a Dr. Morbius. Yeah. And, you know, he shakes the guy's hand kind of shit. And, but then you also see a it's building that shows Oscorp, man. but the problem is the Oscorp building uses the same font, the same style, and the same, it even looks the same as what it was in um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. So, well, I guess we'd have to watch No Way Home to see really what's going to happen because I'm to make almost every, seems all like this they're going to consolidate all this. But now what everybody's thinking what this means is is when he jumped over universes, he just jumped into a new consolidated Sony-verse, not the MCU. Because everybody saw that, and they're like, oh, MCU confirmed, because that scene was literally um, at the end of um, Far From Home, which is an MCU film. So that's why more this whole Morbius nonsense kind of just made things very... What once was clear is now just like, what is really going on here? So now there's rumors that no, this is them establishing their own Sony Spider-Man universe because apparently Spider-Man's gonna no, at least Tom Holland Spider-Man is no longer gonna be part of the MCU. Those are the rumors. I don't know how true that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Sony has the rights to Spider-Man, yes. right? Yeah. So you, you like Marvel couldn't can't even possibly do like a um, even if they wanted to do like some type of. Like some variation of Spider-Man, like uh, even uh, they could do Miles, and a lot of people are saying that's the route they're going to go. How could they possibly do that? Because Sony has that too. They just did a the the Sony yeah. animation. They did, but that's that's what's weird is supposedly they they have some kind of agreement. I guess they're more focused on Peter Parker and some of his bigger villains than they are about Miles. Because there's also remember the reference to Miles that was in um, Homecoming. Yeah, where. So, uh, Childish Gambino, Donald yeah. Glover plays Miles' cousin. Sony still owns it. It's Uncle just that Glover. the way Disney would do is they, they the way they do with all the other characters they don't own. They just pay the license. They got the yeah. money. Pay the license. Exactly. Yeah. They would, but they wouldn't go with Peter Parker because they're being a lot more like greedy about. It. I don't want to say greedy, but they're more possessive. They are. Possessive, they are being but. more greedy. They wanted more money. Remember, there was a time that. 
Remember they were gonna back out of the deal. But do you, that's because Disney can give up more money. They're not. They're not. They're not hurting it. Is that not? No. Nobody's right, saying that greed is wrong. No, no it's greed basic, is good. It's ba- <laughs> sometimes. No, it's basically like let's say, let's say Jeff Bezos really wants this laptop. He mm-hmm. wants to buy it off of you. Would I give it to him for the price that I pay for it? Exactly. Fuck no. Because you know it's Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yes. So you're gonna be like, nah, I'm gonna sell this to you for ten billion. Yeah. Expect- Why? Because you're Jeff Bezos. Exactly. You're so that's what Sony's Jeff doing Bezos. to Disney. Yeah. Is that Sony's like. Oh no no! You want to make a movie off of this character? This is what we're gonna yeah. charge because you're fucking Disney. Yeah. Exactly. And we want our name to be and first. And on top of that, they have all the merchandising rights, so they're still making bank off merchandising. So it's like you're trying to sit here and nickel and dime me when you have all this money that you easily pay out. And you're just kind of just being spiteful about it. So then they were being petty back. And what, but but what Disney does is smart though. Disney was will be like, okay, cool, you can co-produce the movie, sure, and we'll pay the licensing fees, but we distribute. All of those movies say distributed by Buena Vista or Disney. Mm-hmm. Yep. That means they keep box office revenue. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. We're going to pay you the fee, to br- but we're distributing. Like, so we're the ones they, sending the movie out to all the movie theaters, and we're going to get those. So they pretty out. much didn't even even pay for it because they more likely made a profit off of that in the in the end. And that's what's crazy, and and that's why Universal definitely doesn't want to play nice with Hulk. Because they own uh, Hulk, and that's why you don't see any Hulk movies anymore. It's like, oh, you, oh, you want it? Nah, we're going to charge. And I think the fact that Disney ended up buying Fox, even though Universal was offering more money for Fox, I think that left Universal more bitter that Disney won. So they were just like, you know what? You yeah. want it? Well, shoot, we're going to fucking charge you the shit out of this character. We're going to be in bed together. <laughs> <laughs> The whole goddamn thing. Because I think uh, I think it was also announced that Sony was going to soon also come up with the deal with Disney where the Spider-Man movies were going to eventually be on Disney Plus, but still you don't see the Incredible Hulk on there. No. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I mean, actually, where, where can't you see the Incredible Hulk at? I don't think you can watch it on streaming at all. I think you gotta just rent the movie. Yeah, but that's the one MCU movie that I think we're never gonna see on Disney Plus. And that's also why they did basically uh, a soft retcon in What If, because you'll notice they in, in What If series when they have uh, a scene like that, they took lifted straight from the Incredible Hulk movie. It's not uh, Norton; it's uh, Ruffalo. Yeah, it's actually the, the, who they used. Even though it what was did you think of that was, a, that was a fucking mess, man? That, yeah, that whole Mark was. Ruffalo and Edward Norton. Yeah, dude. Because there's so many different stories about how that played out, and a lot of them were painting Norton in a bad light. Yeah. Well, the the light, I didn't get the the bad light for Norton. The the light that I got was, uh, it was just like a phone call that was just misunderstood, and he was just like, "Yeah, I was willing to, to 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 be in the MCU." But, you know, they had a phone call with me, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this movie. And rather than being like, okay, well, let's see if we can work around your schedule or something, it was just like, okay, cool, fine. And they just hung up the fucking phone kind of thing. And I'm like, huh. See, I think it was a little bit more than that. I do think, because they were saying that uh, the way, like, he was being hard-headed on set, and he, he wanted his Hulk to be portrayed a certain way, and he kept putting in his his feedback, and they were just like, Hey man, remember you're not the you're not the producer in this shit. Like relax, but you're the actor. Just how much was he lines. making at that time? He was the biggest name around that time, right? And if if he was yeah in the MCU, if he would if if he was to be in the MCU, 
uh, when uh, that was the first Avengers, right? That's when he popped in. No, Iron no, Man. No, no, Iron Man first was the first one. Yeah, so because uh, at the end, that's when he gets he learns about the Avengers Initiative. Yeah, then no, no, the but Incredible the first Hulk. movie that he would have been in because the that's when uh, they started to like collect. So, all the... so Iron Man was the kickoff movie. So yeah. after Iron Man came the Incredible Hulk because there's the after credit scene where Iron Man shows up. Yeah, he shows up and sees Ross and he's like, "Yeah, I heard you had a Hulk problem. I have a solution for you." No, no, but I'm talking about like thing. the first, in, like the first uh, Marvel Disney movie that he would have been in would have been the Avengers movie, right? If he would have said yes, said yeah. everything would have been. If all everything right. would have been good, it would have been. So he would have been like the the highest billing over Robert Downey Jr. and everybody, right? I don't know how much he was making at the time. But I think he was more I mean, of a star name. star power-wise, yeah. Because, I mean, everybody did love Iron Man. But I don't know if he really, like, if Robert Downey Jr.'s stock really rose. Like, critically, I think he would have been, like, yeah. the time of Avengers. So I do think maybe Edward Norton did had more star power around that time. Especially having coming off of Incredible Hulk and a lot of his other roles leading up to that point. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah, because that that was supposed to be Robert Downey Jr.'s comeback uh, was Iron Man um, after the whole shit with him in prison and drugs and all that yeah. stuff. Edward Norton wasn't going through those same problems. So. No, no, hmm, that's interesting. So maybe the fact that he wanted to portray his character in this in this kind of light, I, I don't think it would have been like I I don't think it would have been that bad. I like for somebody who has that kind of star. As Bruce Banner, I really enjoyed his portrayal, mm-hmm. and not not anything against Ruffalo. I mean, no, Ruffalo is okay. Everything against Ruffalo. All right, well, everything, everything. against Ruffalo. Everything. Why not? Let's just do it. Let's it's do too it. funny, bro. Like you, you know, what's funny uh, about the MCU. Well, that that's that's, <laughs> that, that's a whole conversation in itself. Yeah. But if you're about to say that MCU is too funny, I'm gonna agree with you 110. percent No, you know what? At, at at first, when I was watching it and stuff like that, I'm not. I really didn't care. But the more I start hearing people say that, yo, MCU, they just they're constantly going for the jokes and shit like they that. They are. They're they're constantly they gonna go for the jokes. Everything is always funny. It's always a and it's funny and it's at the expense of the characters and shit like that. Uh but look look, look at Endgame. Endgame is the perfect example and it's frustrating too because it also makes mental illness and mental health look like a joke too, like what happened to Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor was going through some shit. He lost everything. He lost his brother. He was he still feels responsible for the reason why the snap happened because mm-hmm. he didn't go for the head. So this man was going through a world of hurt. Mm-hmm. And what do we get? We get a throwaway line from Don Cheadle like, "Oh, do you know what's going pumping through my veins right now? Cheese whiz." Like this man's hurting and they just turned him into a punchline throughout that entire film. As a friend, <laughs> that would happen. That would happen. <laughs> well, but they but they weren't friends. These these weren't these weren't they were not friends at this point. They did not know They're each other. They were acquaintances. Like they were acquaintances. Wait, wasn't Don Cheadle and Thor at the same like at a which uh, Avengers two? They broke bread with each other at the party. They yeah. tried to lift up Thor's hammer. Yeah. Uh, Don Cheadle and uh, Robert Downey Jr. tried to lift up Thor's hammer. They did. If you try to touch Thor's hammer, you're friends. Automatic. All right. All right. If you want to go based off that logic, then so I, they. they I, I just hated them. Mark Ruffalo's face, bro. <laughs> you, I, think I you didn't like it when it was green The whole time it's just like, I swear to you Watch every fucking scene In every Marvel movie That he's in I don't he's know wondered. I don't think we should do the, this guys Like oh No that's why I, I kind of preferred the If it was face. Edward Norton Because Edward Norton Would have just acted Like do his job Instead of just like 
I don't know, guys. I, 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 I could tell when some of these actors really don't give a shit about the characters they play. Like, I felt like that with Gwyneth Paltrow in every fucking Iron Man movie. Like, she's clearly just there to fucking pick up the paycheck, let her do her thing. Bro, I, I don't know if you guys saw The Chef Show on Netflix. No. John Favreau is, uh, he goes to different celebrities' yeah. homes. Yeah. And they're cooking. <laughs> he goes to Gwyneth Paltrow's house. She's teaching him how to do this vegan meal. And then he's talking about uh, <laughs> the ending of one of the Spider-Man movies. And she was like, I wasn't in Spider-Man. He goes, yeah, you were. He goes, you're in the end credits. I remember no, that clip. I remember the that. way that he looked was like he was, he was, he was, like he was cooking and then he stopped and was like, <laughs> like, yeah, you were. We had some scenes together. Like, she goes, no, I was. All, bro, she's telling him as if he didn't fucking know. She's like, no, no, I was in Iron Man. And he's like. I fucking directed those movies. Don't tell me what you were in. <laughs> like, we were both in the ending of Spider-Man. And then how, she was like, how embarrassing. really? Like, that's how you clearly know they don't give no. a fuck. Mark Ruffalo doesn't give a fuck. He clearly, wasn't he the one that was like also uh, like spoiling the movie and interviews yes. and shit? Yeah, Because he doesn't give a shit. Like, he doesn't care about the fans. He doesn't care about like the fandom or anything like that. He's just, whatever, really. But, I'm just going to say. So welcome I, to I know to- Nuance November. Yeah, which I totally understand. Like, if you don't give a fuck about the fans or anything like that, but at least Have some act, tact. bro. Like, That's no, like, at least act, yo. Yeah. Like, yo, you're an actor, right? I don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck about the fans. You don't care about this fucking script. But if I want you to be sad, don't make, I, want, I don't want your sad face to look just like your I don't give a fuck face. You know what I'm saying? I need your sad face to look or like a sad face. face. I want people to understand that you're sad in this moment and not just dialing it in. I mean, Chris, uh, uh, Christian Bale did a whole fucking voice for Batman that everybody hated. But hey, that's his voice. He yeah. did. Oh, oh, he did that whole gravelly shit. I need you to do that shit. And no, nah, they just don't want to. They don't want to do that shit. And that's the <sighs> Christian Bale did a lot of shit for a lot of movies. Remember The Machinist. Or he, he didn't need to go that far. You no, know, yeah, I should yeah. never compare Ruffalo to Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just realizing that that's a that's a fuck up. <laughs> that's a fuck up on my on my part. For shame. You gonna stop and pause? You gonna start again? All right, yeah. Uh, me comparing Ruffalo to Christian Bell is it's not equal because Christian Bell does a lot for his fucking roles. No, Christian Bell is definitely a character actor. Mark yeah. Ruffalo is Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and everything. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo, Mark everything. Ruffalo and everything. Just... Which is like, it's bad in certain cases because, like, oh man, he's just Mark Ruffalo in this thing. But then you think about like Denzel Washington, and it's like, oh, Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington in a movie, which is like, okay, that's good. But he's different flavors of, of Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. <laughs> but Mark Ruffalo is just, what would you No, what? you know, no, you know what it is? Is that <laughs> so Denzel Washington's Denzel Washington, but you need him. To be Denzel Washington in that specific role, like he needed to be that in Training Day. Yeah, he needed to be that in Malcolm X. He needed it to be that in Remember, uh, the, Remember the Titans and all that. Uh, it's kind of like uh, Danny Trejo. You need that Danny Trejo for that one motorcycle Mexican biker guy. <laughs> yeah. You need that. You don't need Mark Ruffalo to be a to, scientist to be a, a, a brilliant <laughs> scientist when he's just really not going to talk science at all Mm-mm. and he's just worried up all the time everything that he does in the MCU I know we're bashing the shit out of Mark Mark Ruffalo on his uh, podcast <laughs> right now but 
It seemed like everything that he does in the MCU, when he has something to do with science, it's always to contradict whatever somebody else just like, said. Like, I felt Edward Norton does. did actually feel like a brilliant scientist. Oh, in yeah. his When in Avengers, after they talk to Robert Downey Jr. and he kind of turns them down, and then Paul Rudd goes, uh, no, Chris Evans goes, we need to pick a brilliant mind or whatever. And he goes, whose mind is more brilliant than that? And then they cut to the Hulk. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot he's a scientist. <laughs> yeah. He's a scientist, yeah. too. I forgot. That's I forgot Bruce, Bruce Banner. Banner. One of the also, smartest characters in oh, yeah. Like, I completely yes. fucking forgot that Mark Ruffalo is supposed to play a brilliant he's, scientist. He's smart, too. Yeah, yeah. Because I was literally <laughs> sitting there watching the movie, and I go, yeah, who are they going to go to? The fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, they're gonna, I guess they're going to find Hank Pym. <laughs> fucking, yeah, that's what, I was, that, that's what I was gonna get to. I was like, yeah, didn't that guy disappear? Like, who the who else who else is in there? Like Nick Fury's not a fucking scientist. Like nah. and he's gone too. <laughs> who are like, they gonna get? Oh shit. Bruce oh, Banner. That's Whoops. Right. This motherfucker's supposed What's to be name, brilliant uh, too. From Wakanda? Nah, she disappeared. Say they're all gone. Bro, I would have never thought of uh what you call it, Bruce Banner. I'd be like, if I was in there, I'm like Bruce, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and then, and you would think like, oh, look, we're gonna meet at his lab. No, we're gonna meet at a diner. Yep. Where he's yep. taking Instagram photos with kids. You know <laughs> that whole scene where he mixed up when when they fused together. It it it, it kind of like when I saw it, I was like, okay, I, I guess I get what they're trying to go with it, but yo, I was so mad that um. Nobody really got their conclusion of what they wanted. Like everybody wanted to kill, uh, wanted to fight uh, Thanos, right? Uh, he never got Hulk the Hulk. Thanos again. He never. Well, it's like no rematch. He 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 curled up and never got a chance. Drax never got a chance to even touch him. Thanos killed his 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 family. No, they, his they, they wife did, they and, did and daughter, right? They did fight before the snap. Oh, you talking about that shit when Thanos had the ring and just turned his ass into like fucking no, Christmas? No, 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 no. I'm talking about um on Titan. Wasn't he on Titan with the the some of the other um of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Because I know Mantis oh, and yeah. Peter Quill and but not not all of them. Yeah, but that's not a you know that's not a fight that um no he, that was that was I needed a, a fight that's like. <laughs> That was like a grown man fighting a bunch of school yeah, children. Yeah, that same thing that... Uh, no, wait, but what did Drax do in that scene? I don't think he did anything. He didn't have a... He, 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 he didn't really actually ever get like a fight. No, like, because... I think at most he was one of the people that was bracing and trying to pull off the... The, the thing love. that... Um, I, he might not have been there. What, what's Damn, that? Dude, I'm getting more what's, disappointed what's in that girl? Marvel the more longer what, we talk about this. like Wonder Woman. Uh, Wanda. Yes, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wanda, right? The thing that Wanda said when she said that... You killed my. You took everything. You took from everything, everything from me. From me? Just like, that should have been Drax, hands down. That should have been Drax because he, like, yo, uh, he lost his wife and daughter. Thanos personally killed his wife and daughter, right? No. So in the MCU, they changed it around. It was Ronan the Accuser Ronan. on the order of Thanos. Oh shit! So that's why I'm playing Guardians of the Galaxy, the video yeah. game. And that Drax is way better than the Drax that we got because this you're motherfucker. Playing comic Drax, you're not yeah. playing MCU Drax. Dog, that dude, he destroys worlds, and he he was a farmer. <laughs> uh, apparently, he was a farmer. His whole his whole uh, planet, they're all like uh, they're killers and shit like that. But he's an actual farmer and shit. And then Thanos killed his wife and kid, mm. so he personally wanted to kill yeah. Thanos. Mm-hmm. And he was then, an intergalactic hick. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, he, he is like one. Of, he is what uh, conservatives would love, but they didn't do that. They didn't Instead do that. Of middle America, he was middle universe. Yeah, <laughs> yo, it, 
yo, that video game is fucking phenomenal, bro. That's what I heard. I the heard dialogue in that game. video game is fucking insane. I gotta try it. But uh, oh, no, what no, you call it? it, it real quick. No, no, if, go ahead. If you're not in combat and you're and you're playing as Peter Quill in your non-combat area, you know how sometimes you'll want to mess around and go ahead and hit the attack button just for the hell of it. He'll whip out his fingers and do finger guns and go pew 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 yeah. pew, pew pew instead of actually shooting. Yeah, dude, he'll do that. And there's 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 uh like let's say that you're they're they're talking right, and they said, oh okay, well this place is a dead end. We have to go right. If you go left, you'll hear rockets say, "What did I tell you, you idiot? Yeah, I told you it was a dead end. There's nothing over there. Look at him. Oh, doing the walk of shame, walking back, and you're just and you like you're just like shut up. <laughs> It's fucking. It's a good game. It, it really makes you feel like uh, it's something that you'll do with your like your friends and family kind of shit. So it, it prevents yeah. people from trolling because they're feel- trolling. Yeah, because they're, cause they're <laughs> the fucking trolling, trolling you and shit like that. It's Frequently, really good. Yeah. But yeah, man, like that whole thing is like Drax never got that fucking closure. It was and I, that that's the whole thing that's like I understand that Wanda they they wanted to give her her series and shit like that, but I really felt that Drax should have. Maybe he maybe he didn't win. Even if he was not to win, and just uh, you know just go hand in hand and just realize that thing, I can't fucking fight this guy. I think that would have been good. That would have sufficed. But the fact that um, he yo in at in Endgame, he didn't do shit. Like you, there's no clips of him actually fighting any warriors or anything like that. I didn't know that it was uh, who who was it who actually killed his uh his people his uh, Ronan the Accuser. How did Ronan die? Ronan died in the the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. like with the with the. Well, well technically, technically, no. he did get part of his revenge because he was part of the hug chain that was uh, keeping Peter Quill alive when they blasted him. Yeah, at the so end of the indirectly, movie, with the... indirectly, he was part of the blast that killed Ronan the Accuser. Because that's what, that's what MCU does. MCU gives you like they'll tie up knots. That was in the first Guardians of the uh, Guardians yes. of the Galaxy. Yes, that was. was the first one. Yeah. So when they tie up knots. It's not always like a really good knot. It's a kind, okay. kind of ugly. So I'm over here thinking that this dude is still holding the grudge. So he's not. Because no. I mean, guy he still hates his... Thanos because Thanos still gave the order. But the person that was directly responsible, he already dispatched. Because again, that's how the MC works. I mean, yeah, no, he was fuming in 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 Avengers: Infinity War before he goes out to attempt to attack a Thanos. He's fuming like. Yeah, because fucking Peter tells him like, "No, we're gonna go this way," and he's like, "Fuck it, nah, I'm oh, going." Oh, that's in. right. They went for the joke. They went for the joke. He was fuming. He yeah. was going for Thanos. Then he got, Bro, you know then he got turned that, rocks, that shit hit me on a personal fucking level. Because have you ever had like a friend who was so fucking mad that he's you're just trying like to, you're trying, you're to, trying to stop sense. him, yeah. but it's like you're you're trying to be like cool, like I've been in that fucking situation and it feels just like that, like yo 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 no 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 that motherfucker got like sixteen people with him no 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 no. And that shit felt like that. That whole thing, it, it was funny. I see that they went for the joke. I see I see what Marvel's doing. When it gets to like a point of being like serious to like, oh shit, this shit is uh this shit is real, we're just going to joke about it. Like and you don't do that. You don't do that. Or at least at least you do it sparingly. And that I feel like that's one of the only major issues I have with the MCU, even mm-hmm. as a huge um MCU and Marvel Comics fan, is just the way you prefer they... Marvel over DC? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. I, I look at judgment. You heard that here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't hear it here first. Oh. I say that everywhere. No, you know, I'm starting to hear that a lot. Like, a lot more people prefer Marvel over DC. I thought it was the other way around, to be honest with I, you. I don't hate DC at all. 
I think it's good for what it is. But DC is more uh, kind of like your fantasy. That's where you see people. That Have are you ever seen a DC okay. cinematic universe fan over a Marvel fan? Have you ever seen those? Some. Um, I think I Delgado's one. I don't think he wants to tell people, but the way he talks about DC, yeah. it's like I do. Definitely, <laughs> I'm gonna have to call him out. Are you watching? You, are you watching Delgado? <laughs> More than half the time, I see you talking about the Snyder cut and everything else, but I don't see you saying much about my- <laughs> your move. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. But it's I don't know. When you look at Marvel, not only just as far as the MCU, but also as far as the comics, mm. it feels like a much more personal, much more grounded story. These characters feel a lot more relatable than your Batmans, than your Flash, than your Superman. Because that's kind of what DC is. DC has always been like these awesome escapist stories of these damn near gods. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Marvel, all these characters are very much obviously shown to you flawed. Again, they're a lot more, in a sense, human than what you have from DC. Mm-hmm. There's that, that huge disconnect when you look at DC when it comes to their characters and the readers. Some people enjoy that, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to storytelling, I always like that that connection, that that sense of realism, even in something that's not real. Something you don't feel that, you that um, it's more grounded. It's it's the la- war is more murky with with Marvel. Like there's so many characters, and there's so many like things that people can do mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe. That like there's so many people who have like world-ending, universe-ending powers in Marvel universe. That it's like. If you're trying to stir this stew, it's going to be fucking hard to do because you're just going to blow shit up. Well, yes, no, because that's the beautiful thing about the comics. And the comics, they do just exactly just that. But then that's also one of the lessons I like about this. It's like you can go ahead and think you're the baddest motherfucker alive. Mm. Somebody's going to go ahead and they're going to show you, nah, that's not the case. Like you might be, you might be better than me in every way, shape, or form. Mm. But if I can get you this one way, it's still enough to take you down because you're not unbeatable. And that's the whole thing about Marvel. Because they're like, and it's, and it's hard for me to kind of speak on DC too much because it's not like I've sit here and extensively read all of DC to say this. But again, when it comes to like the stakes, when they're fighting off against the villains, it's more like, all right, well, you have, we have an obvious way to kind of defeat you as to where in Marvel, there actually feels like there is stakes, especially mm-hmm. like when the event, when you had the multiverse where everything kind of collided. The way that ended is actually the entire multiverse got erased. The only reason why it managed to come back together is because Doom was Doom, and he managed to go ahead and trick some pretty much uh, the equivalent of the gods, the Beyonders, tricked them, stole their powers by using somebody else, and he was able to go ahead and kind of patchwork a universe together, which I had Battleworld. That's the kind of crazy shit you kind of deal with, where there are actual losses, and some of those losses actually stick, even in the universe where constantly, in both DC and Marvel, they're both guilty of it. Can you just imagine them coming like a regular motherfucker? Like, I, I just go, I do my nine to five. I work, and there's a chance that the world might end tomorrow. I'm surprised that there's not more <laughs> suicides in Gotham because Gotham is the most depressing looking city. Don't even get me like, started <laughs> on Gotham. Hey, and Batman. <laughs> let's uh, let's just make it cloudy and rainy every <laughs> fucking day. Dude. It's, it's uh, isn't doesn't it rain in Seattle? All the time? Yeah. That's what people say? That's where Grunge Rock was born. And they say that. (laughs) I'm so bad all the time. So that was the suicide capital of the United States at one point. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you and I even had this conversation over the phone where I just went in on Batman. Yeah. Because Bruce Wayne has all the... He's he's Jeff Bezos of, uh, of DC. That's the kind of money he has. His money has money has money. 
He has and, old money too. Yeah, exactly. And all of his issues, all of uh, Go- I shouldn't say all, but most of Gotham's issues, including its crime and its criminals and its rogue gallery, could all be solved as far as infrastructure is concerned if he were to actually intervene and either play a bigger part in it or have even just Wayne Enterprises play a bigger part in the restructuring and fixing everything that's wrong with Gotham. But he doesn't. He'd rather go ahead and spend all this money to Lucius Fox because remember, everybody, it's not actually Bruce Wayne that builds all this stuff. He's not Tony Stark. He's no Iron Man. He's a master detective, but he's not an engineer. Mm -hmm. He has an idea. He tells Lucius Fox, and Lucius Fox is like, oh, you know what? If I just do this, this, and this, I could totally come up with that device for you. Or I don't want to get shot anymore. If I get shot... I don't want to feel it. Oh, if, you know, if I go ahead and take this like this version of Kevlar and mix it with this material, this Lucius Fox is the man behind the man that everybody knows. Like mm. he, Lucius Fox does not get enough credit where credits due. All all Bruce does is throw money at shit, but he's throwing money at the wrong shit. He's throwing money at at, at his pursuit. So it's of, like Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak going into space. Much. Like a space thing, rather than having what? (laughs) What are you talking about? Oh my bad. (laughs) Steve Jobs created Apple, and then Steve Wozniak, who actually built the computer. My bad. I was I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, going to space. (laughs) Everything eventually goes to space. Because I was thinking Jeff Bezos, and I was like, yeah, the space race. That's what I was going to say. Did you hear that Jeff Bezos offered Tom Hanks to go with him to space, and Tom Hanks was like, no. And he's like, how much is that going to cost? He's like, oh, you can get it. And it's like 28 million dollars to go to space for 30 minutes. I'm good. Yeah, like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The guy up. that was in Apollo 13 <laughs> said no. Like, nah, nah. For 30 minutes, you're crazy. Get out of here. Like, it, and let's look, go ahead and we'll talk about rogue galleries too, because everybody says Batman has the best rogue wait, galleries. Hold up, wait one second. <laughs> about that uh, Jeff Bezos acts and Tom Hanks. So you're saying that. Uh, Tom Hanks was basically saying he like, was the first person that he asked, right? Tom Hanks was the first well, person? I don't know. I don't know because the good. second person that, that got asked was uh, the dude from Star Trek. Which and he dude, went. Sorry, Patrick. Uh, no. Uh, Patrick is dead, man. That dude, ain't he? No. no he's not. What's the, he's on the Picard show. Oh, what's, what's Shatner. That dude? Shatner. Shatner, yeah. Okay, I'm about okay, to say okay. the, I'm about to say Mike, Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah, him. What you call it? He, yeah, uh, because I think he went to space. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he Shatner. was the oldest guy to actually go into space. But I thought he was the first person and he said yes. I didn't know that there were previous, like, Previous you know what pisses people. me off is that he went to space. They mm. took a video of him looking out the window saying, this is amazing. And he didn't bother to do the Twilight Zone thing. Like, there's something on yeah. the yeah. Oh, my God. Not I that. I not a fucking captain's log. None of that I shit, I would have given bro. my right arm just to have him do that, but he didn't do it. You know, I blame the I person think, who took that video I also or took think, that picture. But yo, yo, can you please just say, you know, do some Star Trek shit, man? Come on. The Twilight Zone. There's something on the wing. There's something on the. <laughs> I think you just too lost one, in the bro. Moment, but yeah, that, that's, oh that's my not, god, no! But what you were saying? So like we were talking to you about like rogues galleries. You look, uh-huh. at, you look at everybody tries to argue that Batman has the the best rogues galleries. No. All of his people are just mentally unstable individuals. Almost none of them have any kind of superpowers or. So you're telling me if you're a Batman, you just try to help these people. So yes. your weapon of choice would just be a couch, and you just talking to them like a therapist. Part of it, yeah. <laughs> well, look at look at Arkham. Joke. Look at look at Arkham. <laughs> look at Arkham. Hugo Strange is the guy who runs. That's Arkham. not fun though. I understand what Batman is about, man. Somebody like somebody YouTube uh, TikToker did a video, and it was just like. Batman just punching people 
It says working with Batman, and you just see, <laughs> and you over here like being Robin, like yeah, yeah. And then you just see Batman just punching people. It's like, said, yo, I think you got. Like, yo, it. You, want some of this? you want some of this? <laughs> I saw that, and uh, there was another one that you you're in the view of you're the view POV of the villain, and Batman just punching you. He said, "Spare me!" <laughs> and he said, he said, nigga stink." That I like. He said, "Cause I like I like to fight because I like justice." I don't like justice. I just like to fucking fight. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, yeah, man. I see that, man. Because I mean, Batman is a disturbed individual. He, he himself is. So He is, absolutely. Because he's got problems. So if he has problems, his way of dealing with it is, is basically like Dexter. Well, I'm not going to kill innocent people, but I'm not going to hurt innocent people. I'm just going to hurt motherfuckers who do bad kind of shit. And it's like, okay, I understand that completely. But the difference between Dexter... And Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne has the kind of money and influence where to he can actually people. make a difference. But, but here's the thing: Why would you want to help something that's like if he ends up doing that, right? All his he he's still going to be an angry individual. So then, like, it's going to be like rather than having all these other angry motherfuckers out here, all these disturbed people out here, so I can go fight them. All they're gonna they're gonna be good. They're gonna be happy, and then I'm gonna be the disturbed one. No, and here's why: I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna drop a bomb on you. Mm. Because then he would be respecting and honoring his father's legacy. Because that's what Thomas Wayne wanted to do. That's what he wanted to do. So if he fulfilled his father's dream, even though he doesn't have his parents, he'll know that up there, hopefully up there, or wherever, (laughs) that, you know, they're smiling on him. That he did right by them. You don't think think that they think that he's doing right by them right now? (laughs) He, in his mind, tries to go ahead and say otherwise. Because that way, nobody else has to experience what he had to experience. But look at also look at the issue of crime in itself, and this could also be all this could be solved if he wouldn't have gone to if he wouldn't have met Rayshard Gould. If he would have met, let's possibly who who what 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 mentor could he have met that would have guided him into the right light? Right, but but I think you guys are talking. You were talking more about Batman, like the movie series. I think he's talking more about the comics. That's all I know. Did he not learn how to... Bro, there's so many different versions of the story. There's no definitive, like... That was something created by Christopher Nolan. Like, but that he, was... In oh, the he comic book, he just... Wait, I thought he did. No, in I the comic the books, Alfred t- taught him how to fight. Oh, my God. A fucking butler, dog? Because the oh, butler was no, trained. He was, yeah. I don't he give was, a goddamn, man. Don't disrespect. Come on, yo. Bro, they did a... They, there was an awesome episode in the animated series that this came out guy, in the 90s. Looking at me right there with the battering over there. <laughs> was yeah, trained by a butler. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yo, there was an awesome episode in the animated series where you see Alfred walking home, and he's about to get mugged, and yo, he takes out the muggers with just his umbrella. But then even in the animated series, wasn't he trained by uh, Rayshard Gould? That story changes around a little bit sometimes. It's Rajal Ghoul. It's usually it's no matter almost almost all iterations though. It is the League of Shadows. I think is what the organization. It is makes perfect sense for him to be trained by another person rather than no. Uh, he is always trained by somebody else. Isn't it? He's never ever just self taught or whatever. It always ends up coming coming from somebody else. But no, I mean there were arts to Ghoul. Yeah, that would kind of make sense because League of Shadows. All, but then he even goes against that because he's like no killing because that's always been their thing. It's like all right, if you want to get rid of evil. You need to cut the roots. Makes sense. You need to or uproot it. You know, you, need, you just don't cut off. But yeah, like, if he were to actually fix all the issues, because you got to also look. And this again applies to real life too. When it comes to crime, you got to look at the source of why a lot of these crimes are committed. It's because you know there's an issue with the system. It's because of the fact that people are living in poverty. You know what it takes me back to? 
the origin stories of all these different like characters that are getting movies and shit. Mm-hmm. Like um, Corella Deville, she kills dogs. That's that's the Corella I know. She kills dogs so she can make her coat, mm. right? But if you see the new movie, not one dog died in that movie, nope. yo. She don't kill dogs, yo. That's because Disney. She's a fake, but I don't know how she get the fur though. Disney's doing this weird revisionist thing where they're making all villains sympathetic. And I'm not sure I feel about that either. Because you can have, you know, the black one. You can have the absolute good, absolute evil. doesn't always need to be this, oh, they're victims of circumstances. Oh, they're villains just because this one bad day happened. Because then you're just, kind of, you're just kind of pulling just some the same nonsense. That, that's not deep. That's it, not it, interesting. Yeah, that's, that whole Corella thing, it, it's, um, it's basically like a Batman story. It, it's like a... The Christopher Nolan Batman movie, the part two, where she's not even a bad guy. By she's the not a bad it. person, but she wants to be seen as a bad person so people can leave her the fuck alone. Just like uh, how Batman told Commissioner Gordon, like, "Yo, um, say that I killed Kurt. Tell, tell him that I killed Two Face, or what's his fucking name? Harvey yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah, Harvey. Tell her I did it. Don't, don't. They need, I love they that. Need to fear me, but, that, but I that, actually love that because so everyone thinks. I don't think anyone realizes, like, yo, the Joker won. Yeah. Like, he won. That's why they had to lie, because the Joker actually did win. And to believe that Christopher Nolan was going to leave it at two. I would have been okay with that. You would have been fine if it was in the trilogy, if it was just, like, two movies. Just, like, yeah, the Joker won. No, but in the end, he, he didn't. That was the thing. He didn't win because of the fact that he was trying to say that people can be corrupted, yada, yada. If the news would have got out that Harvey Dent was two-faced and he committed all these horrible atrocities. Yada, yeah, but yada. he still lost, though, because... Because that's because what they fought for. That's why the, he the took thing the thing is, like, individuals. An yeah. individual, yeah, that can that you can corrupt that. But as a general thing, it showed on that boat scene where they both had the bombs to blow up, uh, like, one another's boat, yeah. that generally... People are good kind of shit. And it was like, oh, shit. So he lost here, but he won He won as an individual thing when he started talking to Harvey Dent and the whole shit about there the There was still hope because they didn't know anything about Harvey Dent. They didn't know that nope. Harvey Dent killed also, him. If that information would have gone out. It would have destroyed everything because everybody, there was the whole thing, remember, believe in Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. There was this huge thing that he was going to change the city. Yeah. So if it ever would have been found out that he himself had become a monster... That would have completely just wrecked everything, and if anything, would have made like crime and everything else a lot worse. Like the system, a lot worse. And, but then. that that's why in the Dark Knight Rises, when Bane reads that letter from Commissioner Gordon, where he admitted everything, that's when fucking chaos. That's when like the bad guys take over the city. And like, here's the thing about that, right? At that point, this is like what seventeen years later, eight years later. Water under the bridge, right, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> Harvey who, bro? Harvey who? What is that equivalent to? Hmm? What is that equivalent to? Harvey Dent. City's already corrupt. City's bad news. Bad news bears going all over the fucking place. But for once... You find out that Harvey Dent went... went, 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 You know what? That's like... um, Remember when uh, when when news came out that uh, um, uh, Martin Luther King was having like orgies and shit? I never heard of that. You never heard of that? That dude was getting down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was getting down. So Martin Luther King was having orgies and shit like Prepared that. Prepare to be fact checked. Yeah, it was gonna taint his image. Like, it yeah, was gonna... like the FBI found out about the shit. They were like, "Oh shit!" Uh, 
Say, oh, we got this we stuff got on you. you. You need to stop doing what you're doing. And he did not stop at all. His wife knew about it. Wife was part of it. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, he, he's having orgies and shit like that. Let him As he's saying orgies, that he's bro. having, that, you know, he's having a dream. Love is love is love. He didn't care. He didn't care. So me personally, like when I found out that shit about it, I was like, what under but, the bridge, but that's, bro? That's not murdering, and uh, like, that's true. It's not murdering. I mean, what what is that equivalent to? You know, that, okay, I'll, not not I don't know not facts. Like that's if you find out that Mister Rogers was actually a serial killer, oh, don't, don't, don't. or or child rapist, yeah. a child rapist. Oh. Like finding out that that is like some shit. That's that's basically the equivalent. So imagine how Oof. much that would rock your world if you were to find that out. You'd just be like, oh, what? Or Bob Ross? Yeah. He was, yeah, he was cutting down trees the whole time. <laughs> he was cutting down trees the whole time instead of painting them. I got another question to ask you guys. Nothing related to Marvel or anything like that, but it does have something to do with origin stories. Have you guys seen the trailer for the Buzz Lightyear movie? Yes. And can somebody understand? Can somebody like break that down to me? Because I was on set talking to people. I'm like, yeah. So there's a Buzz Lightyear movie coming out, and I'm like, the thing online is people were trying to understand, like, is this our Buzz Lightyear? Or is it, I say, or is this, like, their version so, of a real Buzz so, Lightyear that, that exists? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. But we're seeing it, like, they're translating it to us as it's a movie. It's a movie for us, but to them it's a documentary. Not, not, a, not I don't think it's a documentary. It's just that no, like the toy the movie, Buzz Lightyear is supposed to be based off of an actual astronaut that was named Buzz Lightyear. So this that's, movie that is was about like that it was about yeah the movie's about that astronaut. So like that's supposed to be our Buzz Aldrin. No, no, I don't even. So think it's, it's a documentary. That. No, not, not a documentary. I don't even no. think it's that. No, it's it's just because a Buzz Lightyear was always in that universe, just a character. It was like a cartoon character. Um, no, or, but or more that, serious. So that this movie is supposed to be just the, I guess, the tales, but they're making it into like a, a movie. Well, no, but they said the Buzz Lightyear is a real character in the Toy Story world, like the where uh, the the kid who has actual toy. Yeah. In that world, there's an actual Buzz Lightyear character. Well, that what they mean is that there's an actual like TV series. There's something that that toy is inspired by. But that that mm. toy that's inspired by is based on a real character or no? In that world, so it's a character. So imagine, imagine Andy uh-huh. who owns the the the, the toys. The kid, yeah, the toy. Imagine he reads a comic book or watches a comic book TV show called Buzz Lightyear, and okay. and and it's this character that travels the galaxy and that, and it's like okay, but what if we got that TV series mm-hmm. and made it into a thing where we show his origin? How are you story supposed to explain this shit to kids? <laughs> Uh, you're not. I mean, this uh, anybody who thinks this movie's for kids is is kidding themselves. Uh. Bro, that shit sounds deep. Because it's like you, you, bro, you we saw Wanda tell- in a black and white TV show, bro. Like, are you really that shocked that Marvel's <laughs> doing the, that? Pixar, Disney is doing this shit, bro. That shit just doesn't make any sense. It's like, okay, you, like you have you ever been to a movie theater and then you you hear like a parent trying to explain what's going on to a kid, like, oh yeah, this is a. This is a bug's life or some shit. I'm not like even that. gonna try and do that with my son. But if you really <laughs> think about it, who really reacted to this story? Are it, w- it was our generation. Yeah. The little kids don't give a they shit. They just see another animated movie. This was more for like no, the kids growing up that saw the original Toy Story movies. This is like for them. I want a Woody film though. If you're gonna give me this, you gotta give me that too. A western. Yeah. You want a Absolutely. western about an actual Absolutely. sheriff? I rather want about the Slinky. And a- Slinky dog. 
Yeah, but we don't have Jim Varney. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. One of the greats. Damn. Yeah, you know they probably will. I guess depending on how well this is gonna do. I saw the 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 trailer. And I was like, oh, this shit looks really good. You know what would be great <laughs> is if they did do a Western starring Woody and he meets that old miner guy mm-hmm. and the guy betrays him just like the toys did. They probably <laughs> would, would do be. something like that. Or you go the opposite direction and they become such good friends that it breaks your heart when you watch Toy Story 2 again. And see that, that, that it's that like, damn, like that, it, that actually hits you emotionally. I think that, yeah, I think that right there would be uh, more, more yeah, that would be that'd more, hit harder. yeah, that would hit a lot more harder because it would be like, shit, and then he fucking betrayed you. Because <laughs> as far as the TV shows, because remember, they're watching the, the episodes, because uh, they actually made a meme out of that recently, like, yeah, watch the next episode. No, it was canceled. So he was actually <laughs> watching a lot of that show, so I think... Yeah, it would have, that's the only way it would make sense. It would have to be the other way to where they were such good friends. Because otherwise, if he would have betrayed him in the TV series, they watched apparently all the episodes for whatever reason in that movie. He would have seen the betrayal probably coming in that movie. Because mm. like, oh, you betrayed me once. Yeah. Damn. So no, you're the other one that you mentioned about them being such great friends, that actually makes a lot more sense in both just the movie itself and also storytelling aspect. Because then, yeah, that's going to hit a lot harder. They're just going to be like, oh. If, if, if this Lightyear show does well, they're probably going to do a, a Woody Oh, yeah, this, this is a prototype. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I feel about it. This is what, because that's this what Disney does. Disney sees the formula working. They're like, all right, do it again. Crank it out. Crank it out. We're gonna get a but there's also going to be another uh, Buzz Lightyear. There's also another person, right? We're getting the TCU, baby. What that is? The Toy Story Cinematic oh. Universe. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what needs to stop. Like, I'm, I'm sick and tired of these origin stories, but I see that, you know, maybe, like, Hollywood is just like, you know, we can't really put our money into, like, new ideas, but we know something that, that doesn't work. We know something that does work. And, you know, I can't blame them, like, if you're thinking about like just trying to stay afloat from all these, I mean, fuck, South Korean movies are fucking taking off. Like TV yeah. shows, movies, it's like, ooh, new ways of storytelling that I've never seen before. But if you've watched uh, martial arts movies or just like South Korean movies from like early 2000s and shit like that, you've seen these stories before. They, they're they just telling them Dude, in We cool totally saw Squid Games before. Mm-hmm. With Battle Royale. Battle Royale, yeah. Games Bro, and... that's all it is. It's just a, the same story. a better version of pretty much the same tale would be As the Gods Will, which actually even more messed up. And they went a supernatural horror direction with that. What's that? Is that on Netflix? That's not on Netflix. I don't know who's really sh- streaming that right now. Mm. But that one was wild. It actually started out. So what it is is that basically the gods got bored. They decided to fuck with humans. And it actually starts out with the main protagonist. He's kind of sick of his life. He's like, man, my life's boring. Where's something interesting would happen? And then in the middle of the uh, class, mm. the teacher's head explodes. And I forget the name of the doll, but it's basically a doll that sits there and there's a button on the back. And it does the same thing as Squid Game's the first one where it's like red light, green light. The problem is if you move, your whole body explodes into like these red Orbeez because they also, for whatever reason, don't like gore too much in a lot of their productions. So that was like, like that was like the first games. game. That was the first game. Like they, people were just like exploding in the classroom. You only had a certain amount of time to go ahead and hit the button, otherwise you all died. And there's even cra- that was that was the least crazy of the games that was in that film. But it was pretty much the same premise. Yeah, I mean, Squid Games is a it's a good it's a good show. 
I don't. Um, if he doesn't go for a second season, it makes perfect sense to me because that ending was just rubbish to me. Uh, I didn't like the fact that he went back into the game, even though I, th- I feel like I'm the only person because every time I bring that up to people, think that's going to be like a, a good take. People are like, what are you talking about? You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he got to go back because he needs to change the game from the inside. I'm like, no. That's the, sa- <laughs> that's the same logic as Hunger Games. Um, also, they they also did that in Battle Royale where mm-hmm. the original winners went back into the game again. Cause they I, were- like, I like other countries' version of like even like American American shit. Like uh, there was a there was a, a a South Korean movie that was called the the Good, the Bad, the Ugly, which was a Western, but it was a South Korean Western. Oh, you're talking oh, about the Good, the, um, the Good, the Bad, and the uh, the, the Weird and the Weird, the Weird. weird? That, that was movie fun was fucking that was fun, fun to watch. Yes, man. it was. It was like it was an amazing. I, I remember watching it, being like, "Damn, this is this is good." Also, I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, but on Netflix, there's also the 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 harder they fall. I haven't seen it. It's an all it yet. black. Uh, it's an all black cast. Uh, Western as well. I did see. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, show. I've seen the trailer, but I haven't actually watched it yet. That looked interesting. What they do in that movie is they add a. You know how like Western movies they have like Western music. They substitute that music for reggae, classic reggae, and I was like, I didn't know it, it fits so fucking well. It's like, it was like it was meant for it. So, you know, it's crazy, too. Um, from what I understand, I haven't gone too deep into it, but mm. from uh, a lot of the cowboys that they feature were actually real cowboys. So, I think that, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, well, uh, I was looking at TikTok and they were saying that, uh, said, yeah, this is a, what you call it, historically accurate with the names and how the cowboys looked. Like a Cherokee, Cherokee Bill was a black dude who was raised by Indians. And I was like, oh, shit. And then you realize that, oh, cowboys were was a derogatory uh, derogatory word for, because if you were white and you worked on the, in, uh, in the field with cowboy, uh, with, uh, with cows and stuff, like with, uh, with those things, those things, those animals. Things. <laughs> <laughs> you work with those animals, they would call you cowhand. But a derogatory word, if you're like, if you're like, you know, if you were Indian, if you were, uh, you know, anybody of color, they would call you cowboy. Damn. And I was like, no fucking way. I'm like, man, this motherfucker on TikTok is lying. <laughs> and I looked it up and I'm like, huh, <laughs> this guy's telling the fucking truth. Cowboy is a derogatory word. And now nowadays people are like, oh, you know, cowboy, cowboy this, cowboy that, cowboy white. Cowboy not. And that's crazy, too, because, yeah, how often they use that. Yeah. And it became such, like, a popular... Fucking Western. Yeah, yeah, it's like... And the, the, the thing about it was, like, a cowboy was just a farmer. You know? It makes sense. Well, it makes sense. It was not like a person who was a I, badass. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, but they ride horses. Why are they cowboys? Mm-hmm. And they're men. They're full-grown men. Because it's derogatory to call So they should have been called cowboy. horsemen. Horsemen, yeah. But they weren't. And... What you call it? All the the famous. Um, that shit does sound more badass, like, especially uh, when you think horsemen. about like, the, the four horsemen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The horsemen. Damn. The horsemen just came. Miss opportunity. Well, I mean, look, look where we at. <laughs> we can't go back in time and just the guys like. Or can we? I don't know, man. With cancel culture, I think you could do anything. <laughs> you use the word cowboy. Ugh. That's Sorry, problematic. But that's, that's uh, super problematic. Oh my god! You can't, you can't do that. Oh, Kevin, you recently said that you saw. Uh, Last night in Soho. I did. 
Was it, was it I bad? I was actually uh, disappointed. I was a little disappointed in certain things. So, did the movie uh, did the movie have a beat to it? So here's the thing. <laughs> I walked out and I thought, man, maybe horror is not this guy's forte. But then I thought, Shaun of the Dead though. Shaun of the Dead was a, was a great horror comedy. This is the thing. When it gets to the horror parts, mm. it was bland. It was very bland. It was boring. He was doing stuff that James Wan does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the creative. I about to say. I about to say the, so the, I about to just criticize you. I'm like, well, maybe your palate is too experienced. Yeah. <laughs> maybe somebody who doesn't have that kind of horror palate so, wouldn't. When you say James Wan, it's like, so, oh. So no. James Wan <laughs> does this thing that I fucking can't stand in his movies because mm-hmm. it's it, it's so boring. How dare you speak it? No, I'm just kidding. James <laughs> Wan is fucking terrible. Uh, you like James Wan? He's trash. He's fucking trash. So James, so James Wan does this thing where you put the character instead of the left thirds or in the center, he puts them a little bit off. He pans the camera left to reveal there's they're in an empty room, pans right, and, and then pans there. again, and then something's there. And as soon as you see the movement, you already predict like, oh, something's going to pop up. It's going to be another okay. jump scare. Yeah. Very, yo, he does it. He does it in this movie, and it's so bland. And then, it, what 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 it reveals is there's ghosts in the room, bro. The ghosts look like they came out of like a straight to TV TNT. Oh, I, th- I thought you were gonna say uh, or American USA Horror Story or American Horror Story. <laughs> like it's so CGI'd and so like bright and colorful, and I'm just like, and but the girl's screaming, she's terrified. But I'm just sitting there like. Ah man, this is bland as fuck. Number one, mind number- you, uh, you have to take into consideration that this movie was done during like stressful times, pandemic. Yes, yes. All these movies that we're seeing now are done during the pandemic, so the quality that we're so used to, you're not gonna take in, you're not gonna take that in consideration. How about you? Uh, no, I'm not gonna take that. No, in because look at, look, look at because Candyman was made during the pandemic. Look at a lot of other films. Halloween that came out was made. Practical. Both that okay. No, Halloween was also no, Candyman. From what I understand, I have yet. To it has see practicals. It. Yeah, but That's Candyman has do. a lot of practicals that was done. Like we're doing it right here. But it looked. But Candyman at the end with the bees looked yeah, amazing. That was amazing. This looks like the female Ghostbusters movie. Oh no! Oh, oh no! You see now, dog. I fell asleep. <laughs> Remember that? We both but, fell asleep during that movie. Like, but remember what the times. ghosts look like in that movie? Yeah. That's how these ghosts look like, right? So that's number one. Number two. Now there are scenes in which Maybe Edgar that movie's Wright not made for haunted us. mansion, but there are so there are scenes where Edgar Wright does flourish. Like there, the the musical scenes, fantastic. That's like right up our alley. We're like, yeah, that's the Edgar Wright that we love. Uh, there's like these weird, like dream, like surrealistic, uh, weird fantasy stuff. Awesome, fantastic. That's right up Edgar. That's his wheelhouse. That's 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 his. But when when he tries to go for like, no, let's go scary, bro. That's not your forte. Let it go. That's not your thing. Now you haven't seen him do it in anything else. Like you brought up, you brought up Shaun of the Dead. Dead, But look at what it was. It was mostly parody. There wasn't like a whole lot of truly horrific moments. The only time we got like real real horror was the absolute very end of it when the zombies were finally breaking it. When they, but you still, but he understood how to mimic that suspense. Yeah, this movie tries to do it, bro. There is zero suspense in this, and and then I don't know what it is with these new cinematographers. The cinematographer for this movie um, has done a lot of like Korean films. Um, yo, there's no shadows. There's no dark 
No negatives. If they show a dark alley, the whole alley is as bright as this room right now. And you can see everything. Wait, but and maybe it's like, it was like, was this, was this, was this, oh, the but cinematography no. is bland. There is no middle ground, foreground, background. It's all no negative. Flat. Huh? It's just, no, we're going to do it like a TV studio. Like, I hated the cinematography. Um, you even said it one time on one of the podcasts, like, yo, you can light with shadows. Mm-hmm. You can light with shadows. You can have fun with shadows. There's no dark areas. Everything is brightly brightly lit, so it's not suspenseful. It's it not like scary. a musical kind of. It felt like a. It, I mean, it yeah, technically like a Broadway. It, it kind of is a, a musical at some points. Um, the story itself, when you find out what really is going on, you're like, oh, but it's not that bad. It's a dream. Was no, it one of those dreams? It's not that bad. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you guys something off the podcast. It's something to do with uh, what, what I'm working on, but let's let's continue. All to right. Go. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely I walked out not giving a shit about the movie. You walked I out of the I, movie? No, no. I like oh. at the end, but like I I didn't think about it at mm. all. Like remember when we left Candyman, we were still talking about yeah. it. We were still talking about it. when we left Hereditary, we were still talking about it. We were still this one. I walked out and I compl- I went and had dinner and completely like, forgot yeah. about the movie. So 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 let's get on to that. Let's get on to that. So A twenty four Studios, like our productions, whatever they're called. Mm. So they've been making some very uh, highbrow horror films. Well, I would say they all um, types of movies. Yeah, they do a lot of. They Ooh, yeah, do yes, a lot but of I movies, mean, like that's what you see a lot of, or at least their horror movies are uh, more geared towards Americana horror. Yeah. Like it's like so Hereditary, phenomenal. Yeah, uh, Midsummer mm-hmm. I heard was also phenomenal. Yeah. I've yet to see either of those two films because that's just how backlogged I am on everything. But now, what about Lamb or is it Nature? I forget which one it is. Lamb. Like, Lamb, that's it. I haven't seen it yet. No. Every, I haven't seen it either. I've, I've heard nothing good about it whatsoever. Like, and it's a hereditary was, movie? That's from hereditary. I mean, that's a yeah. 824 movie? Yeah. They got but some bad movies. A, is it supposed to be horror? Yeah. Okay. They got some They got some bad but the stuff way they, in their the catalog. But the way they even advertised it. But keep in mind, The Witch was A24, but that's a psychological film. Yeah. That's not necessarily like horror, horror. I do think Lamb is supposed to be more like, um, uh, I don't know if you saw The Lobster. Uh, okay. I know what you're talking about. That's where it's, the, it's just like a weird like. Colin Farrell, right? It's, it's really psychologically driven rather than conventional horror driven. Because Hereditary to me felt more conventional horror stuff. Yeah. You know, um, but Midsummer wasn't like that at all. Midsummer was. Yeah, was psychological. Well, yeah, I couldn't even like. Midsummer was a horror movie, but it was psychological. Like there was no jump scares. There was no big monster. It was or just anything. about paranoia. Yeah, it's like, yo, these fucking Being people in are this weird, place, and they're yeah. everywhere, and so and you're tripping with the people. That's that's yeah. that's my problem because that's where I'm looking at the trailer. You think it's strictly like psychological. Like you think you're thinking this is something that's like it's not really what we're seeing from the trailer. From what I understand. No, it is it is pretty much that. Like it, there might be there might be some psychological play because obviously, in that kind of situation, it, it, it's gonna be you know, it's gonna mess with your head, it being the people in that film. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it, a lot of people are saying no. It is very much is actually what you see is what you get. There's not a whole lot of like, there's no twist like it was a normal kid all along. I honestly, I saw the trailer. I did not think it was a horror movie. I thought it was gonna be a psychological, maybe some suspenseful moments, but. I got more of the mother movie uh, with Jennifer Lawrence. Like I got yeah. more of that where it was going to be weird and surreal. Was it not at all? What, well, I haven't seen it. Oh, so I sure. None From what other people it. told me without spoiling it, oh. no. So they build it as like a psychological thriller, but it's actually horror, but it's not. 
really scary and it's not all that great either. You guys see for yourself and let me know because I was kind of interested in seeing it, but then I'm just like, I don't know no. if I'm going to waste my time now. Because it, it probably won't be what it is. I don't know. I don't, to be honest, um, I never I never wanted to see that movie Mother. If it's, if it's like that movie, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Uh, what would you think of uh, The Eternals? The Eternals was good. Saw that. No spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'm going to. What, well, what you said about the 10, you said there was 10 characters. There were 10 characters in the movie. But the way that they the way that they dish out these fucking big-ass cast um, is, like, it's well thought out. Because they show you everybody's power in the first, like, 10 minutes of the movie. Okay. Show you everybody's power. They show you a little bit, a little backlog, a uh, catalog of everybody. And then the the next five minutes, you find out that, okay, we, we're going to split up. Don't know how long. Then they, it was in the past. Now it's in the present, present day. You follow the the main character who is, um, I forgot her name. Uh, Cersei? Yeah, Cersei. You find out that, uh, you know, she's in love with a human and stuff like that. Uh, then as you're meeting the characters, you start to figure out what their powers are because they, they either tell you what their powers are or they're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And they're while they're having a conversation, they're explaining what their powers is. But it's so subtle. It's like you, you get it. It's like you. It's more you, organic as you watch, versus yeah. like unnecessary exposition. Yeah. And you figure out you all this who they stuff. really are kind of thing. Like, okay. oh, well, what kind of beings they are mm-hmm. and why is uh, Cersei in charge and uh, who's the first one to die and everything. The storytelling is amazing. Uh, the movie is is, is is good. But see, that's what but you and me I... me going into the movie, I wasn't expecting to be like... Uh, like, my expectations were... I'm not saying that they... No, they were low. They my were expectations low. were low. Uh, I, I just wanted to just watch something and... A Marvel movie was coming out, and I was like, "Yeah, let me let me watch it." So when I watched it, uh, to tell me like to to ask me a question, if somebody was outside the door and saying like, "Yo, what you think of it?" I'd have told them that it was pretty good compared to what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. The movie was uh, well because the critic it was well review, done. The critic reviews before it even came yeah. out. I, I didn't care anything about um, what's her name winning an Oscar or anything, even though they say, "Oh, you know, she's." You know, she's won an Oscar for her movie that she did or anything like that. that. I didn't care. Anything. That doesn't mean anything <laughs> to me. Like, you can win an Oscar and you can still come out with a dud next time. No, no fucking problem. But, but it's like what I told you, though. I, like, the review bombs from, uh, from yeah. when I, without even seeing it, without just is the way people are talking about it. I'm like, I bet you that what it is is they're expecting it to be the standard formula, mm. the usual. It was, MCU, yo, the movie was not was woke. A, at all, bro. No. There was no, there was no wokeness in it. Everything that was wokeness was maybe my my view of woke. It was like, wait, you talking about just because they showed like the first on kiss? Uh, there was like a first uh, male male on kiss scene. I'm like, that's woke. But I, I feel like if someone like, says that in their review of the movie, bro, you you didn't review the movie. Yeah, you're not telling me about the movie. You're just you're you're getting into your political shit. Yeah. And you're not reviewing the fucking film. Exactly. Tell me about the cinematography. Tell me about the acting, the directing, the plot, the storytelling. Yeah. Pacing, if you're all saying that, yeah. that, oh, I don't like the fact that they're you know showing all this diversity, bro, you got personal problems. Yeah. And you're not reviewing the movie. This review exactly. is 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 illegitimate. Yep. That's yeah. It. Like people who say that shit, people who like to say, oh, this movie is is totally is too political. I'm like what? 
I mean, like, what's the story about? Why is it political? Why is it too political? Is it is it because of the story? Does it have something to do with politics? And even then, comics have always been political. Their always, stories, yeah. everything has been it's always been political. So there like, was where, there was where, another where? reviewer that I read on Rotten Tomatoes. He goes, "It's a left wing." But as soon as I saw left wing, no, done. I was like, "Nah, bro, you're 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 not. Bro, the, there's the, no credit here. You're biased to show no. it. Yeah, the movie is it's a good movie." The the only thing is like the 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 fight scene with the big bad that you find out like you you figure out like, that that's big Trent bad Trent is like oh, okay. I did hear though that that was a little bit bland though. Not, that, because it, that it, wasn't it, the main story. No, no well, I, I, what I heard was that the stakes didn't seem so high. Like it was <laughs> like, the stakes were high. Yeah, the the stakes were high, but the thing is that the stakes didn't have anything to do with the big bad. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Like the big bad was like he was like. To be honest, they made the, the big bad was like, oh shit, you kind of fell for him too, but they didn't really tell his story, which was fine by me. Cause it was like, yeah, I feel I'm feeling for these internals. These eternals were the people who I really care about, kind of shit. These are the main characters who I really care about. And then you find out about the big bad, and you find out that uh they have some type of similarities. And it's like, damn, I feel bad for him too. Cause he, he you know, he he's like yeah, he, he has some problem too. But then you find out once they finally are are uh, they finally meet up, it's like it's tossed to the side, and people really didn't like that, which I totally get because you know traditionally when it's a big bad fight, you know it, it's like that's the conclusion of the movie. But that wasn't that wasn't the conclusion of the movie. It was like as soon as that shit happened, there's yeah, there's more. This is what the movie was really about. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like it, it, it was telling a different story. It, from without, like even from what you told me, without anybody spoiling anything for mm-hmm. it yet, they said it played out more like a, a fantasy epic than it did like the standard. It was superhero. It, it was a lot of story to tell. Yeah, it was two hours and thirty five minutes, but it was still a Damn, lot of story. Yes, yeah, two hours and thirty five minutes, Ooh. but it was it was still a lot of story to tell. Like, and they got they got through it. Like, oh, yeah, because they got to Fucking tell the story of all these ten people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like imagine the Avengers without the Iron Man movie coming up beforehand, Thor, Captain, yeah. Man, and you're just meeting all these Avengers. All the, yeah, that's right all it is. Front. Like that's a lot. And man. that's and that's pretty much what they're doing. They're showing you all these. They're, they're showing all, all these people and what they've been through and how they've been on Earth and like why why does this person have a grudge with this person? And uh, on top of that, they show you like our lore, like world lore about like uh oh Cersei oh there was a some event a, that she was involved like, in a, in the a thing, like uh, what you call it the Greek god there was there was a there was a Greek god that was named Cersei there was a Greek god that was Icarus where that story come from oh there was a there's a eternal called Icarus and then you find out there was this one eternal who came up with all these stories who were telling the stories to different countries and shit like that and you're like oh so Icarus, the one who flew too close to the sun, you the one who told that story? Yeah, I told that story because he's this guy and shit like that. I'm like, oh, all right. Don't the, the only person who was like, um, I would say like not lackluster, but can uh, I guess who it was? Go ahead, Selma Hayek. No, Selma Hayek was <laughs> she was Selma Hayek, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. <laughs> I have a thing for her, but uh, <laughs> she uh, she's what you call it, man. Um, she was barely in the movie. Yo, she was barely in the movie. Here's 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 the two. The big names in the movie were barely in the movie, Good. to be honest. Good. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. That's what they do. They'll go ahead and reel you in. Yeah, because uh, they, they, they weren't uh, Selma Hayek and uh, Angelina Jolie. Angelia Jolie. 
they were barely in the movie. Um, Angelia had a bigger, important part than Selma Hayek, but it was like the weight of both of their parts was still heavy in in the story itself. Mm-hmm. So who was lackluster? Uh, the comedian. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. He was the comic relief. I forget what the which movie shit Eternals he plays. So. Yo, the comic relief wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a. In the you, clip they showed you, he's the Bollywood star. The Bollywood star. Yeah, that dude, the comedian. Um, in the movie, wait, he was lackluster. Like he was. He was, lackluster. Su- he was supposed to be the comedy relief. He was but the comic relief. He was. But like, did he do his job? He did do his job, but to me, it was just like, yeah. It, it was just like for something. I, because I know how funny he is. For some, for oh, you don't this? think he's funny? No. When he's doing stand up? No, no, I've never seen a stand up. When he's doing before. Silicon Valley, yes, That's he plays why. the character. That's why. But I thought he was going to bring that kind of comedy to it, to like a strong man. Because his yeah. powers are supposed to be like a, he's like a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Like he just, he shoots uh, fireballs out of his fucking hand, like some type of, uh, some type of character. Does That's he do like that too? Just... No, he just, do, 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 he, you know, he charges up while he's doing this, and then he shoots his he, shit. He, charge, he charges up those L's. Yeah, that's pretty much what he does, and he shoots. But, you know, coming from Silicon Valley, I'm thinking that this guy's going to be fucking hilarious. They might they might have, like, downplayed his jokes because the comedy that was in this movie, it wasn't a lot. And the comedy that was in the movie was, like, it wasn't at the extent of the actual characters, except the one that was in the trailer where the, so, oh, I bet you have this whole place. What is this desk made out of vibranium? And, you know, he hits it and says, oh, fall collection. But that happens in the actual movie, and I thought nobody else was going to laugh, because I've seen this trailer so many goddamn times when I'm watching the movie, everybody laugh, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where am I? You know? <laughs> but people laugh Every at that scene. So, but, the Twilight Zone. Right, so answer this. Mm. So that actor, mm. uh, Kamel Nanjiani, mm. wanted his performance to combine the wisecracking attitude of John McClane from Die Hard. Did you get that? Did you get that? Yeah, persona? he was the wisecracker. He was the he was the wisecracker. But John McClane but was the wisecracker. The real funny person was uh, he has a he had an assistant. There was a lot of there was a lot of DC references in this movie. By the way, ouch! There was Wonder Woman, Batman, Alfred, Superman, all referenced in this movie. So yeah, that's what that's one thing I did hear. <laughs> well, the, it was one of those things without context, but apparently a lot of people are joking that DC the comics. Mm-hmm. Are MCU canon? Yeah. Also, like the people in the MCU universe read DC comics. Yeah, because there were like, but uh, it wasn't like they were making fun of DC movies. No, they were comparing the characters to DC. Like there was a little comic character, but they weren't saying like, oh, you know, you're Superman, the actual being. Like, oh, look at Batman and Wonder Woman no. fighting together Mm-mm. with Superman. Like, trying to make a reference to that movie or anything like no, that. No, nothing like that. Cause, I would uh, love to see that, though. Just, yeah, that would be funny. That would be, like, shots fired like that? That would be, I, I would love that. But it I was, still think downplaying them to being just comics is still kind of a shots com- fired. It is. It is. But. Oh, those are just comics. We're the real deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the world's going to look after the movie. You guys got to watch the movie and <clears throat> see what happens to the actual world and the planet and be like, huh. See, it's that's gonna, the only reason, to be up. honest, that's the only <laughs> reason why I want to watch The Eternals. Because mm-hmm. as far as the comics are concerned, really don't give two shit about The Eternals. Mm-hmm. Like, the, they were kind of just like what Guardians of the Galaxies were. 
Guardian Galaxies, like, let's be honest, who really like thought, who really read those comics and was a big fan of Guardian Galaxies before? I remember the movie, seeing them in cartoons. The movie. I remember seeing them in I cartoons. I had no idea who they were. Exactly. Until the movie came out. I had never heard of them. Same thing. Same thing with the Eternals. The Eternals were kind of just like, okay, I mean, the, the lore to the Eternals and also like the parts that they played in the comics were like, okay. But to think they're going to get their own movie like this is not something I would have like bet on in a million years. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I'm like, okay, this has got to be important. This has really got to be setting something up that's, that's big. They wouldn't be doing this for no reason because Marvel doesn't do anything for no reason. So that's the only reason why I really want to see it. Not because I really care nah. about these characters, yeah, but just because of what this is going to mean for the MCU. I will say that there's something big really going to happen. And that's exactly what I thought. And that's the, the reason why I'm still going to go see but it. But that trailer... It did not explain the movie at all. Like Good. whatever happened in the trailer was when you thought that the story was gonna be about like um, them fighting deviants, fighting deviants and shit, bro. All that is second fiddle to what's really going on. Good. And you know that the way that the trailer, the story that the trailers tell you, when you watch the action movie, it's perfect because it's like, yo, I don't know. Say, so I get it. I understand. I see the devi- when once you see the deviants, you're like, okay. But it's like, nah, man, there's something big happening, bro. You guys uh, not really understand what the fuck's going on. And I love that. Uh, if she had anything to do with it, if the director had anything to do with the trailer, and uh, I know she had something to do with the storytelling because she was also a, a writer on there. And pff, that shit is amazing. It was really good storytelling. And there's no wokeness in the fucking movie. It's just a goddamn movie, bro. Woke <laughs> is not a real thing. I don't that's know. Not, I don't know what woke a fucking is. Real word. Bro. But I never. I, I've never thought of. Oh watching my god! A you're open minded. Oh, yeah. get the fuck out of here. That's like, why I, know, I don't understand. So it's funny how that was once used as a positive term, then became a negative term. Now it's just like I don't even want to fucking hear the term anymore. Like I don't. I don't know what wokeness is. Like when I watch something and then it's like, oh man, is this shit like woke? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. If it is is it thought provoking, yeah, maybe. But is if it is it woke? I don't I don't know what the criteria is for woke. I don't I don't know. <laughs> if if it may, if it hits those dings and uh I, I didn't see it but I enjoyed it, maybe I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> You're hopefully awake for the film. Yeah. And not sleeping Yeah, during. that's another thing. I didn't fall asleep during this whole movie and it was it was great. Even though, right? Let me tell you this situation to me watching the movie, right? Bought the tickets, right? Uh, when I bought the tickets, it I bought I bought one ticket for me, and then there was a group. There was a group. There was a couple that was right next to me, empty seat right here, and there was empty seats all over. I finally get there, get my food, get everything. I sit my ass down. I look at the, you know, I always sit down to just look at the the seats that are available just to see if anybody's going to sit next to me. But I'm thinking to myself, there's a couple here. There's seats all the way down there. All the seats around us, all booked. They're all fucking taken. So I'm like, oh, we're good. The dude who was with uh, with his lady, I'm like, oh, no, we're straight, man. I'm telling him, I'm saying, yeah. I said, bro, we have the an empty seat right here. Nobody's going to sit next to me. So I put my food right there. He's over here putting his his uh, his his popcorn and shit right there. We were here talking about like Marvel shit, right? And like, we're, we're, we're sitting chilling. Motherfucker comes up, goes through the whole, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, goes past my seat, back up, he said, oh yeah, I'm sitting right here. And I'm like, oh my God. It's the worst. And bro, I was so pissed off because I'm thinking to myself like, oh, nobody's going to be sitting here. I already know we got a bunch of people here. So the guy sits there and the thing that pisses me off the most is like, 
Like, I'm over here, have to move my trash to my lap and shit like that. He says, enjoy the movie, guys. <laughs> Bro, me and the dude looked at each other like, because it was like, dog, we had enough room to just like put our, like put myself down. I had my arm rest to off to myself. Then I got to share it with this fucking Yahoo. No. It just fucking pissed me off, man. That's the only thing that was. So I went into the movie already on a downward spiral. And then, uh, you know, you know, I had that that fucking famous argument that everybody has. They showing way too many goddamn trailers. I'm sick and tired of seeing that that, that animal trailer that they have going on with the sing-along or whatever it's called. Oh, sing song, sing, sing too. I fucking hate. I haven't that seen shit. a single you, trailer for that yet. But you, you know haven't? why though? I think it's because there's only a certain amount of movies that were made for 2021, so you're gonna see the same trailers, same fucking world, ever, over and over again because it was a limited amount that were made this year. I'm sick and tired of it. And then this trailer, they basically show you the end of the movie. I already know what the movie is. There's a lion that doesn't want to show. He doesn't want to be a performer anymore because his his girl lion dies. Right. So he doesn't want to play anymore. But he's and, gonna roar at the end of yeah. the movie. In this mo- in this new trailer that they came out with, like what other they show him coming out yeah. with the guitar, like coming out of the tunnel onto the stage, and you see everybody. Like, I'm like, oh, that's the end of the movie. I don't got to see it anymore. I, even if I wanted to see it, I don't got to see it because I already saw that he's gonna actually perform. That's actually what I was gonna say that I hate about trailers these days. Actually, I, I love trailers. I love watching trailers. It's just weird. Mm. But what I don't like about trailers these days is a lot of them pretty much give you. The entire movie condensed. You get mm-hmm. the beginning, the middle, and the end throughout the trailer. Like yeah. almost all the trailers do that, and it drives me crazy because it's like, all right, well, what's the but point? Have, have trailers always been like that? Have you ever seen? Uh, That's why Speed? I like Christopher Nolan trailers because they will show you. <laughs> they don't give you goddamn. Thing. They don't give you anything. <laughs> you just gotta fuck, and then you watch the movie, and you're like, yo, it, everything I thought, none yeah. of it was in the movie. All his shit just go to like a beat of like something like like uh, what was that uh, movie about the. British military, the Dunkirk. Yeah, it was like that went to a beat, like a like a tick tick tick, and it was just like showing you little clips of people in distress, kind of shit. But it's like there's so much more to that movie. Yeah, there's so much more to that. But I'm, I'm you know, but have they done that to trailers before? Because think about the. Well, you said they did it to Eternals, that the movie was completely different from told, what you yeah. saw. Yeah, that's totally the way different. it should be. Yeah, that's the way they it don't do be. that anymore because they, I guess, they just get the clips. They just get the clips that are going to bring people into the seats. But I, I believe that at this point, Marvel can just put out just a date mm-hmm. and just show like a clip of like three things, pictures even, and people are still going to go watch it. But I think at the same time, I think that also just shows you how bad the movie is going to be if they have to show you so much in the trailer. Exactly. Because better movies, I think like when we saw Candyman, yeah. the you movie, didn't see shit. you didn't see a lot in the trailer, but also... The movie took such a crazy turn that we were like, "Oh, yeah. that's interesting." Yeah, and that's how you knew that. I, I feel like if the movie, if the trailer's not showing you much, there is probably more potential for it to be better than what you were expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that that is the secret. I don't know. Mm. Like, if if the trailer shows, because that's the whole point. Though. The whole point of the trailer is, to, as we all know, like is to, is to grab your attention. But perfectly to what you said, if it shows you pretty much everything then that's how you can already know from the get-go that it's either going to be at mediocre at best or horrible at, at the absolute worst. Like, the first Venom, the first Venom pretty much showed you just about everything. And not, not say the movie was medi- necessarily mediocre or bad, but it, it wasn't great either. It wasn't like it was uh, the, the resurgence you, that it You really know, the, the first Venom movie, when it came out, the 
initial thing that I got from what everybody was saying about it was like they thought that it was going to be bad, but it was better than what it what they expected. Like it was, it's like when you taste something that you think that it smells bad or something. You you you're like, hey, is it delicious? Hey, it's not that bad. It ain't great, but it's not that. It's like uh, drinking what salsa water. When I drink salsa, I'm like, it's not that bad. I thought it was going the salsa beer. What is that? Truly, I thought it was going to be. Horrendous. Damn, I completely forgot I was gonna buy a case of that. Yeah. We were gonna do a taste. Test. I thought it was gonna be bad. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be bad, but then when you trade when you try it, it's like it's not bad. Like I actually taste the what's called the berry, the blackberry. And so so for Venom, what it was, it was the whole buddy cop thing. It was the the chemistry between the Venom symbiont and a Brock that really is what carried that film. Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't have went based off just the story alone, no, it would have been absolute trash. So is the second one better than the first? I would say so. Not by a whole but they, lot, they, but they they really leaned on that they, buddy they cop did stuff because it would, did so well for them yeah. in the first one. They they leaned on it like heavy. It it's was like, it's basically like a bad boys, like the 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 kind of relationship that Will Smith had with Martin Lawrence is the kind of relationship that uh, Eddie Brock has. With not as good. So, but yes. so Eddie Brock was which Will Smith or Martin Lawrence? Eddie Brock was uh, oh obviously he's Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Venom is who everybody wants to see. Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. Damn. Bro. Yeah. Shots fired at Martin Lawrence. No, because yo, everybody the, wants to come <laughs> and see Will Smith, not you, Mike Lowry. His yo, his name was Mike Lowry. Everybody like, well, they they said that um, what Bad Boys made Will Smith into an action uh, an action star, like it solidified him into an action star. Thanks to uh, not Jerry Brockheimer. What was Michael it, Jerry? Bay. Michael Bay. It made him into an action star. If I, if he would have never came out with that movie, he would have never been in uh, Independence Day. Never would have been in Independence Day. You're Think right. about it. No, because that movie made him into an action star, and that came out before Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. How old is that movie? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say 1994. No, four. <laughs> I'm gonna say 1994. All right, pause and take your bets. Let's see. 1994. Bad Boys. I could be wrong. When then, uh, Independence Day came out after. Yeah. In 96? Uh, Bad Boys came out in 95, Independence Day 96. Holy shit. I thought Bad Boys was like way after. I didn't know Bad Boys was that old. Shit. Okay. Didn't know that we were that old. <laughs> yeah, there was a watch. I think on uh, either on Bad Boys, the director, like uh, the commentary. That's one thing that I miss about like fucking buying movies, like director's commentary and all that other shit. But that's a whole new podcast all by itself. But I remember that they were they were having a conversation about that shit, like saying like this scene was the scene that made uh, Will Smith into an action star. And it was the scene where he was running through the city of uh, South Beach. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think... Martin falls on the floor or Will Smith falls on the floor and then the car is supposed to be going down the alleyway and then as soon as he picks him up it's that famous bad boy scene when they just get up like that and that was the a scene yeah and it was said, said <laughs> that the, was a scene in, in, in the helicopter <laughs> now now mind you now listening to Jerry uh, uh, what um Michael Bay. Michael Bay say that as that scene is happening is like huh because it's funny because they had bad blood with each other because um Michael Bay wanted uh, Will Smith to say "I love you" to uh, 
to what you call it, to what you call it to uh, Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence's character. You, you despise him so much you can't even remember his name. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> now he wanted him to say it. He wanted him. to say, "Yo, just say it." Just he said, "Nah," but my character would never say that the whole fucking movie. He was like, "Nah, I would never say that. I would never say that." He said, "Bro, there was a there was a when they were arguing. They said they argued to the point that uh, I forgot her name was in the movie." She played the love interest that she had to get in between. And all they were just talking about him just saying, I love you kind of shit. And then they finally shot the scene at the end of the movie when they're both like uh, d- like uh, the you know the, the evil is dead and Will Smith and Martin are just sitting on the car. And him saying, I love you to, Will, to, uh, to Martin Lawrence came as a surprise to uh, Michael Bay because he didn't know that he was going to say it because they just had an argument. Which, by the way, they said it looked beautiful because it was uh, it was sunset. <laughs> they, they were having an argument as they were arguing, like the sun was setting, and they had to get the shot and shit like that. Then the the girl like uh, like broke him up, like oh, let's, you guys gotta relax, you guys gotta relax. And then he finally said it. He said, "Oh, he said was that so hard?" <laughs> but I'm like, damn man, yeah man, I do fucking miss that shit about buying movies, but you know. We're in a streaming. We're in streaming time, so nobody really fucking buys movies anymore. That's that's how steelbooks get me. Like I'm a sucker for steelbooks, just because the the art is typically on them. It's just so gorgeous. It just mm-hmm. like that's what that's what pulls me in. That I'm also more of a physical copy versus digital, anyways, because so we've seen a lot of things can go wrong with digital. This is coming from somebody who works in like IT and tech too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, you must love, you must love digital, you must love. Uh, all the stuff that's streaming, you probably have no, like no physical movies, no physical games. We're like no, I I only do physical copies. Yeah, but it just takes up games. so much room, you know. Well, steelbooks, yeah. Now, like for my PlayStation games, usually I'll just have like a big binder that has them all in there. But it's a reinforced binder because I'm not going to buy just like a CD binder because then. It's easy so to you still buy there. like physical games yeah. and stuff? That's why I was laughing when everybody was complaining about Cyberpunk 2077. They're like, man, this thing's riddled with bugs. What they don't tell you is the people that are having problems with Cyberpunk 2077 when it first came out were all digital players. I had a physical copy. Never had one glitch, one issue, anything like that. I even asked my friends. I asked all, like, I had eight different friends who bought it. And I asked them, out of those who bought it, who got physical and who got digital. And there's only two other people I know that got digital. And, like, six other people that got, um, the, the six people that got uh, digital, two people that got physical. And I asked them, all right, who had glitches? Lo and behold... As I figured it was going to be, the people that all bought digital were the ones that were having problems. The, the same issues a lot of other people were complaining about as far as 2077 was concerned. Because the problem is, is just there's a lot of things. There's more points of failure when you do digital. When you're stuck having to download it, when it has to be something that's sent to you because you're not getting the whole game that's already there on the disc. But that's a conversation, conversation for another time. I guess it's all, all about convenience. It that's is. That's one reason why I just go digital because it's like... I remember like having to go to like GameStop at night just to wait for a fucking movie. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's not a movie, a, a game premiere. I remember having to wait in line for everything. Movies, remember that shit? I remember waiting have having to wait for uh, Spider Man Two when it was coming out in theaters. And no. I, I went with my I went with my uh, my sister's friends because my friends already went to go see the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember my fucking sister was like. Oh, you gonna wait in line for us? And she just took off with her friends, bro. And I was like the second one in line, just waiting. And I I saw the line went from three people to like I don't know a hundred. So meaning that I waited hours while she's over here gallivanting around. 
I'm sorry. And then once when she got there, tried to play a joke like, oh, no, you got to go to the back of the line. She yelled at me in front of everybody. Yeah, she was like, boy, if you don't shut the fuck up. Like, she got, she got, she went ham on me. I shut up. <laughs> and I waited then, in the line. And Pat was traumatized. Yeah, That's why I was traumatized. I was traumatized for real, bro. Like, that shit hurt, on. man. It hurt. It was embarrassing. Bro, no. why do I feel like every story you have about your siblings is a traumatizing It is. <laughs> it is. Every story. I've never I'm heard a positive of, story. Because the po- positive ones I don't really remember. The negative ones I remember a lot. The fucking... Uh, the Freddy Krueger Freddy Krueger. Closet shit? I'm still scared of closets to this day. Like... I, I'm not. I'm not scared of closets to the point that I won't go into one. But if I'm in there for like a, a long time, I, I get like, like I get like fucking aggressive, aggressive as fuck. Cause that shit is, it's traumatizing, bro. Yeah. You're scared of Freddy Krueger. Your sister locks you in the closet, not knowing that your brother's in there. She starts singing the Freddy Krueger song, and then your brother grabs you. I passed the fuck out. Damn, really? Passed out. Just like sleep. I thought I had some stories with my siblings, but that that takes the cake. Easy. I love them though. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fame. With that, with that, that uh, that's going to episode. Let me play something out. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you know, the thing is funny is like, yo, I would never do that to anybody, bro. Have you ever brought it up to them? <laughs> oh yeah, that uh, fucking uh, Here, the Freddy Cougar stuff. I bring that shit up to them, and they don't give a fuck. They laugh. They laugh. That's like Thanksgiving. It's like <laughs> we laugh. We laugh about it. That's sad. Don't give that, a fuck. That's that. That's sad. That is pretty much like a sibling. Very. They don't, sibling give, thing they don't give a fuck. If it was anybody else, it'd be because it's yeah. family though. Mm-hmm. It's like they they don't care about that stuff. Like being the youngest, it, it like it fucking sucks. <laughs> it fucking sucks because every time that your parents would give you something, you already know that you got eyes on you. Of like, oh, you know, I'm not going to take it away from you. I'm going to take a bit of your soul just because you got something. <laughs> your enjoyment? Oh, you like playing this? <laughs> I'm going to make sure that you hate this. See, I shit. guess my siblings should count themselves lucky because I'm the oldest. Mm. And I never did any of that crap to them. Nah, they... I put my, my brother through some tables, but that's because he would square up to me. By and association, my brother would, like, attack even my friends. I remember this one time that my brother was running around, like, and he was just backbreaking all my friends, bro. Like, we were in the yard next door, just chilling, hanging out. And he was like, hey, what y'all doing? Like, no, we just playing some kickball. And he jumped the gate. <laughs> and he just started backbreaking all my friends, yo. Like, every single... He chased us and started going, Bow! <laughs> Sliding us all <laughs> for no fucking reason, That's though. So fucking random. Dog, it was like for no reason. Yo, yo, made some dodge. Okay. What are you guys Wham. doing? <laughs> Nothing. All right, it's hunting season. Wow, it just started back breaking us. Wow, <laughs> and it it, it it didn't really hurt, but it was just like, <coughs> why, dog? Like just wow, wow. You just see a, a bunch of kids just on the back. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, like holding our back because like why? Why, dog? You know what it is? I think <laughs> kids, for some reason, whenever they saw a bigger intimidating kid and a bigger intimidating kid asked, what are you guys doing? Kids naturally thought, if we say something <laughs> as innocent as possible, he's probably going to feel guilty and not attack us. Wrong. What you have to do is say, like, oh, we're mutilating frogs. 
that'll make them say, you know what? I'm not going to fuck with these kids. But kids never thought that way. They thought, no, let's, because it's that whole mentality that, <laughs> like, oh, innocent. you wouldn't hit somebody with glasses. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, you fucking would. That's what you thought. Oh, no, we're not. We're just playing kickball. No, no, no. What you should have said is, like, now nah, we're burning ants with a magnifying glass or something. Then they would have been like, all right, these kids are fucking demented. I'm going to stay back. It just, bro, it was. Like, now I laugh about it and shit, but at the time, it was just like, I don't know why you would do something like that. Evil. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? My childhood was fucking hilarious. People falling off of roofs and shit. I remember my friend came to my house for the first time, and I was on the roof. He came up to my roof and fell off my roof. And this all happened, like, in the span of 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 fucking minutes, and then he left. That shit was so fucking funny because when he fell off my roof, he was still trying to hold, he was holding on to his hat like this. <laughs> and he was like, uh. <laughs> Priorities. Bro. Priorities. Marcos, man, you a real one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fell off my fucking roof, man. Oh my God, dog. But that was good times. Uh, let me play that with something, man. Oh. Yes, uh, with that being said, uh, oh, Anthony, man, thanks for being on the podcast, bro. Where can people find you, man? Uh, you can find me on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, This guy's Facebook, a TikTok uh, celebrity right now, by nah, the way. Not really. But yeah, you can find me on all those different platforms. Uh, I fancy myself an entertainer, so I come up with a lot of different comedy, horror, Star Wars, all sorts of different forms of geekdom skits to try and... Put a smile on people's faces. All right. That's what's up, man. And um, Kevin, where can they find you? Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. That's out, an actual place in Marvel. Nowhere. But you can <laughs> find us on We Seen It <laughs> on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, are we still on Facebook? Or we got off yeah, of that? Yeah. I'm not on. We're, we're, we, have, we have Facebook presence. Yeah. Yeah. But I think all the messages are sent to our uh, our it's, Instagram. Yeah, it's yeah. Instagram. Because like Reddit comics rolls on Facebook, but nobody's nobody's because you know why? Because I don't believe in the what are the people called lamestream media. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't believe in the right wings and stuff like that. I don't like to say shit about like uh, uh, JFK is going to come back. <laughs> and then he's gonna run as vice president for for Donald Trump. I don't like to go to uh, the grassy knoll and wait for him to come. Back. Yeah, you heard about that, right? No, oh, I saw I the video. Not. You saw, saw the video. video? Hundreds of people waiting. That's real. Damn they man. thought that JFK Jr. was gonna come back from the dead, yeah. and he was gonna run as vice president for Donald Trump. Those people. This is where we live in. It, it it is really like. People who pass news around on Facebook, if you take those shits as real, you're automatically, to me, you're sus. And that's why we're not on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just full of that. And I don't even want to, like, communicate with those people. I can't even, I don't want to, like, uh, bring them out of this. They're uh, their hovels, their holes. Yeah. Just to be like, yo, you know what you're doing, right? I don't even want to do that because that shit brings you into their world, and I don't want to. I don't want to believe that that world exists. Which is why you stay on Instagram as well as uh, TikTok. YouTube. Bro, it's hard to do what 
what they do on Facebook, on Instagram, and TikTok, because TikTok, you're only limited to three minutes. Uh, Instagram, pictures. That's it. And if you put up a picture that I don't like, I get rid of you. Oh, but you have a personal Instagram, too. Yeah. But I don't have those people on my Instagram. Mm. I do not. I can't. I cannot have those people on my Instagram. I mean, you saw those. You saw that that butt chick, that uh, butt, <laughs> the butt video chick. that I showed you. Those are mainly the, the people who I follow. Most of my follow on Instagram are people who have uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. And uh, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can follow us on. Uh, don't TikTok. follow us on Twitter because we don't post anything on Twitter. Anymore. Yeah, we don't follow YouTube, uh, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. and uh, follow yourselves too, and like your own pictures. Make that a thing in 2021. Got to believe yourself before you can believe in others. Boom, exactly. Uh, with that being said, we've been us. Y'all been y'all. Hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. Peace.